this is the crazy thing. People always think I got into running for myself. Yeah. It was my wife. Oh, really? Yeah. She she basically, she's not sporty at yeah. all. Yeah. Like, if you knew my wife well, I mean, you know her, but yeah. if you knew her well, she's, like, always been in the academics and just, mm. you know, piano and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. But one day she was like, I want to do something. Yeah. And she went, I've just entered the ballot for the London Marathon. Marathon? I was like, you? (laughs) (laughs) But you don't do sport. I was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, this is a bad decision. I mean, this is like years ago. So my mentality to running, I hated running. She hated anything to do with sport. So I was just like, what are you doing? But Mm. she's like, no, I want to challenge myself. So credit to her. I was like, well, you know... I didn't believe she could do it. Were well, you just trying to be supportive when she said Yeah, she but was, I just, yeah. because I just like, like I say, back then I was just like, you don't do sport, you hate mm. sport, you can't. You and know. the marathon is a crazy Yeah, crazy. and I was like, why have you done that? And she's like, I've entered it. I was like, and she didn't even get in the ballot, right? She didn't get, you have to, London, you have to try and get in by yeah. the ballot. I've tried five times, mm. rejected. Uh, she's tried seven times now, but yeah. she's never got in. Yeah. And she didn't get in that year. So she went, I still want to do it. Yeah. I'm going to sign up for York Marathon. Okay. So she did Yorkshire Marathon. And I she, thought... She completed it, finished it? Yeah, it was tough. Nice. I I did it. I, I just wanted to be safe on runs. Mm. I wanted to, like, be there for it. And I said, look, I'll run it with you then. Yeah. And I just, I was just generally fit from, you know, kickboxing. I was still... I remember running when we were doing those sprints. You were quite fast then. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was I was running, but I wasn't training properly. I mean, we'll probably talk about yeah, training, yeah. but back then I was just running. I mm. didn't, I just thought running was running, you know, because I was still in combat sports. Did you feel that feeling that uh, I guess many people get when they first start running? This is the hardest thing ever. <laughs> but they just give it a hundred percent. Because the first time I yeah. went running with you, you said to me that I think that analogy you used, you said is like getting an F one, like a F one F one race. You don't want to just keep Keep yeah, raving, yeah, revving. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah, and just break down it's your body. It's basically like when you first get running, you mm. want to feel the burn. Yeah, you want to feel that like you're working hard. Yeah. So people just go out. I see it on Strava all the time. People like get into running. They're pretty fit people. Yeah. But they come from other sports, like maybe combat sports or mm. something else, football, whatever. And they'll just go hard every time. Hundred percent. Yeah, every and, time. and they go, well, I can only run six, five, seven k, and I'll be like. Actually, no, you could probably go 20k because mm. you're quite fit. You could probably run half marathon now. Yeah. You just have to go slower. Yeah. But they're obsessed with like that ego thing and they want to feel like they're working hard and yeah. pushing hard and they want to feel their lungs bursting. So they just go hard, 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 hard. I think that's the misconception exactly. about running. That's what exactly. I, I, yeah. I had. Exactly. I thought I used to hate running. I used to do a lot of treadmill running and a lot of sprints on the treadmill yeah. and hill sprints. Yeah. But the first time I went running, and he yeah. said to me, we're going to do, oh, we're going to just do eight kilometers. In my head, I was like, I haven't done that in life forever, <laughs> especially on the road. Yeah. So I don't think I'll be and able to do this. very different to treadmill. Yeah. Well. And you very told me to go just to at a pace where you should be able to speak to yourself yeah, exactly. loud. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing. Yeah. Without being out of breath. Hardest thing to do. So once I started doing that with you, I actually yeah. started enjoying running a bit more because yeah. it was no longer about just kill just yourself. yourself. And yeah. that's what people do. They, yeah. they always say they don't like running, but what they really mean is they don't like that hard part yeah. of running yeah. every single time they run. Yeah. Like nobody does, I don't. I, mm. I sometimes go through the whole day knowing that the interval session, which is like hard, yeah. it's a hard session, mm. and I get anxiety because I know on the seventh, eighth wraps, if you're doing like, like an interval session, mm. Where there's, especially if there's hills in it, God, that's a rough one. Yeah. But, you know, it's not enjoyable. 
it's it's not meant to be enjoyable, but that it's a very small part of your week. Yeah, you know what I mean. But you you turn up for that one, mm. and that's a hard session. So basically, like during the week, you're probably going to have what we call as sessions. Yeah. It's like when we say session, we're running all week, but yeah. when you say sessions, it's like a session that's hard. Yeah, it's like one of your key workouts. You know what I mean? Yeah, is that intervals? It can be intervals yeah. or a long run yeah. or a tempo run, but it's it's a session that you work in. You yeah. turn up to work, and then the rest of it is sort of like easy days, you know. Mm. And people don't understand that they they just want to run those sessions every single time. It's almost and like maintenance as well. Like, yeah, it's maintenance, but yeah. there's some things that you that your body improves on when you're doing the low, you know, aerobic stuff yeah. that you can't get if you're just doing hill sprints or mm. or you know, real hard intervals because mm. like hill sprints are great, trust me, like yeah. fighters do it all the time. Because you said to me don't but don't, don't do- keep doing it yeah. and doing it and doing it because you you're gonna neglect all the other things. You yeah. know what I mean? Because you can't like it's not can't, can't be good for your body to run uphill like four no, or five no, times it's, a week. It's such an intense yeah. intense thing. Like when I do a hill session I drop a strength and conditioning sort of gym session because yeah. it's that in itself you'll mm. you'll feel it and you don't want to just keep doing that. The so, point the point of the hill session is strength really, yeah. And the the neuromuscular yeah. coordination or they call it motor motor what is it motor control or in in combat sports it'd be like muscle memory. Yes. You know, try and get your muscles to yeah. do a certain keep the, thing. Keep maintaining that. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So it gets stronger, more efficient at mm. doing it. So like when you, you know, you've been in the game for a long time. Yeah. You, you, when you throw a punch, mm. you're not really thinking what all the steps you have to do. Like no, a beginner would be thinking, right? Yeah. So that's why they're sort of like hesitant. It's all just slow. like drilling, isn't it? You keep yeah, drilling exactly. until so it becomes you, second. You'll fire a right cross. Yeah naturally because your body doesn't yeah. think about it it's, that's mm. that the neuromuscular just repeti- repetition exactly, yeah. so you're strengthening that so when you do hill sprints yeah. obviously you're going to get a little bit fitter of course any exercise you yeah. can get fitter but what you're really developing with hill sprints is is strength yeah you know the neuromuscular firing up your body mm. be, being able to run efficiently at fast and it being explosive fast yeah it's a gradual yeah. gradual increase exactly. in your fitness rather than yeah, it's, it's like it's like the the key session for like that is it's like the strength of like the yeah. the neuromuscular development, the fu- yeah. the strength functional strength. You know so, what I mean? at what point did you think I need to do some research and start doing this properly? When I ran Nottingham, I, this is the this is the story I tell everybody. When okay. I ran Nottingham half, yeah, I was <laughs> I was trying to I was running a lot of half marathons back then because I yeah. sort of got into running but did you have like a training program no, no. <laughs> just, just I was running them just on pure fitness mm. and trying to push physically mentally as hard as possible yeah and I think I staggered around I was always hitting like 143 142 141 depending on the course the that's weather. decent though without any it training is, it's, 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 it's decent for like if a beginner runner yeah. it's it's like one to 140 mark is pretty good i mean uh, yeah. i think i think kel broke the box it ran 134 and he's a professional boxer yeah. you know what i mean so yeah, like yeah. just getting in there is like if you go sub 140 you're pretty fit but yeah i was getting that from just my kickboxing fitness and mm. general being healthy mm. But I was just trying to push it hard each time, thinking this is how you do it. This yeah. is how you do it. You just got to run your body through the, you know, what I mean? yeah. grind it through. Yeah. And I remember lying down at the end of Nottingham, thinking I felt like I could have had a heart attack that day. Mm. And I said to my brothers, I was texting them saying, I feel like I'm gonna, I need A and E. Like I feel something's happening with my heart here, and I said I can't go through this again. Do you think it was the accumulation of all the training sessions? Yeah, I was just pushing my like. 
yeah. mentally I was pushing them physically then that race and I said to myself I never want to feel like this so how again. did you start I mean, so I started every... researching Right. I, I asked myself the question how do they do it Yeah. how do you run I, I remember running with people and they would be like my half marathon time's like one hour twenty I was like how how yeah. do you get there how how is it possible how mm. it's not physically possible I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm 30 something years old uh, how am I going to get there? I'm, you start wearing your glasses, get on the computer. Yeah, exactly, just yeah. Research. I'm just like obsessed. I get obsessed. You have to be yeah. obsessed with some yeah. things. And I got obsessed with it. I was learning about heart rate training. Mm. And I, the biggest thing from like trans- transitioning from like kickboxing, I was I was always more focused on, like I didn't compete. Obviously, I didn't mm. into clubs, sparred with the fighters and things, but I never competed. But yeah. the biggest thing for me was I wanted just to, be involved in the performance. Yes. And always and be, be a useful teammate. Exactly. And, yeah. and, and I was interested in performance yeah. and pushing performance levels yeah. always. So that's probably why I felt ultimately. You already it, had that sort of mental. Yeah, I was, I was more concerned with competing with myself yeah. and the performance and getting better technique, faster, yeah. quicker, stronger, and all that sort of stuff yeah. rather than going into fight and compete versus somebody yeah, yeah i was more i was always like oh my god how does crow cop throw that left left kick so beautifully compared to everyone else mm. how's he got it so i start like i think we spoke before yeah. uh, off camera about in the old days you were taking notes from the k1 videos yeah we don't we don't yeah. really have youtube like yeah. that so we had to like get the dvds yeah. from ebay and start so i was similar i was like yeah. on youtube like i record screen record uh, i get the footage from Crow Cop and I'd yeah. like to see well, how, where's he placed his foot and yeah. how's he getting that left kick so yeah. crisp and how does he throw it because mm. it was so fast and he's like what 220 pound guy yeah and it was so crisp but, but the thing is about that as well we didn't really have that much content online to show how they got there it was just seeing yeah. them do this move exactly. like, how do you pull exactly. that off yeah so yeah. back in the day it was like they were all quite mis- mystical characters yeah. weren't they? And yeah. it was just like and yeah. seeing someone break down a technique like yeah. a, a fighter of like yeah. Krokop or like so that's basically what I did with running I just yeah. I, got, I, I, I never knew anything about heart rates was there anybody that you rate. came across first and you thought that guy is, is cool <laughs> for running mm. I think it was just people around me when they tell me their times I'd be like how have you managed yeah. for me every time they said that I would just say things like oh they, they just must be good at running yeah. they must be naturally good at running but it's not it's not the case it's just that you have Training. to learn how to build endurance and that's the that's the biggest difference mm. combat sports for me is generally you'll rise to the top if you're skilled yeah and you have you know you you, you can utilize that skill and then all the pillars around combat sports you have the same things as any other sport you know yeah. mental strength resilience consistencies mm. all the pillars that you have around but the main thing in combat sports is you have to be skilled yeah you know what i mean yeah and then for running we have all the same things, but the pillars are different sizes. So yes. The main thing for running is endurance. It's endurance. an endurance sport. Yeah. So you have to learn about, so when, so combat sports, you're learning about footwork, technique, mm. and then how to use that technique in yes. the intensity of a fight. Yeah. And that's, uh, a, that's the hardest part. Exactly. Yeah. And then that's, that, that would be the biggest thing. Let's say if it's yeah. like a pyramid, that, yeah. would be, that would be your biggest thing. Because yes. like we were talking before, you can have strength, you yeah. build that later. You know all that sort of stuff you can build later, mm. but you have to have a you have to be skilled at what you're doing. Yeah, and you also have to be almost 
made for made for doing it because it's not like any other sport. You actually, every other sport at elite level, I, th- I feel like, well, it depends with the exception of a few, but you're putting your health on the line. So if you're yeah. running like a yeah, exactly. ultra marathon, yeah. for example, that's like... It's the margins, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. But so Absolutely. I think the, the, the difference between combat sports so if you look at something like mma you have so many so many techniques and so many sports and so many skills that you could you have to learn and think about yeah it's a skill whilst you do those martial arts on top of your strength and conditioning mm-hmm. you you generally will be fit enough to just push someone in camp and get that yeah. intensity you need yeah. to compete at a high level over five rounds or, Absolutely, or, yeah. or three some rounds some people never get there as well no some but people but, but, can never but, get to that sort of threshold where it takes it up to that yeah you know it's but with running it'll be more like i gotta be as fit as possible and yeah. just make sure my body don't break down exactly, uh, this yeah, this it's, amount it's, it's basically like the slab for yeah. combat sports i would yeah. say if it was a pyramid you had yeah. a slab it's yeah. the skill set that's gonna really make you successful or not what about the and then for running the biggest slab is endurance you just got to spend years of figuring out how to build your endurance the best you can. And did you did you start yeah. looking into dieting as well? Because dieting dieting came later yeah. because when when you do, I didn't really run marathons until later, and yeah. that's when you have to start the nutrition. You just have to because the marathon is different. The marathon is like, I mean, they're all hard. Like I say, at any level, when you start pushing those like boundaries of your physical ability. Mm. It's they're all equally as hard, but the marathon is the one where you have to start doing more things. It's more yes. complicated, like pacing, discipline, fuel, you know, timing of it, and then you have to work out your energy systems and recovery. Yeah. Recovery, massive, yeah. yeah. But it's all about fuel yeah. and hydrate and like hydration and, and timing, timing of when you're going to take carbohydrates. How yeah. much can you process? How how many carbs can you process, and when you're going to do it? You know what I mean? Five so k, you don't you don't think of any of this stuff. You don't need to th- think about that. You just wake up, just make go. sure you fit, have a breakfast, and you go. You don't take any water. You don't take any fuel. You don't take any extra carbohydrates. You don't take timing of everything. Mm-hmm. Just do it. Ten k. So you said same marathon nutrition fuel. You have to learn about all that. Yeah, it's, and you said that I think when I start asking you questions, like almost every week when I get into running, yeah. you said that. I think it's every 5k you have to rehydrate or is it 10k? For for marathon... The, Say if you're running like there. a 20 kilometer or like 30 kilometer run. Yeah, if it's a long run and it's a session, yeah. you should be practicing uh, hydration and fuel yeah. every 5k or something like that. Yeah. It's generally around every 5k that people try and do. I mean, every, everybody's different, but... The longer the run, you have to start like like say it's like you do like over over ninety minutes. Yeah, you should start fueling because after that time you start yeah. to run out of fuel and that's it. But you need to practice. You need to train your body basically yes. to convert fuel to energy. And it sounds like it's easy, but it's not. No. And that's why there's a lot of people with stomach problems, throwing mm. up, crashing out because. Like the average person, I think is about you can process about sixty carbohydrates per hour under yeah. in moderate intensity to intense exercise. Yeah. It's about sixty for the average person, mm. but the elites will train their bodies to take on more. But you have to train that. You have to train your gut. So it's like it will take a, take a long time, I'm assuming. 
You, you, it takes years, yeah, yeah. You have to, and you have to practice through the camp. So, yeah. like, some people will go on runs and go, oh, well, I don't need water, I don't need extra carbs, I can yeah. just do it. It's like, technically, yeah, of course, you can do it. Everyone can. But now you're best. But, you, yeah, you need to train mm. your gut to convert more energy. How many hours do you think you spend into, like, looking into this? Like, <sighs> daily? I was obsessed, man. Yeah. Yeah, obsessed. I did it for, like, <laughs> it was like my... Thing. It was just like I got, I got too, I got probably too obsessed. I was like, <laughs> I don't That's know. The only way thing. to get good, yeah. Awesome. But it was just like, I, it's it's a weird thing running because it's like it's like a drug. Yeah, it's like you know, it's real. It's real. Like I mean, lockdown. I think a lot of people found mm. running mm. as a cure for like a lot of things. Like for sure. You know, my brother is. You know, he said lockdown was hit him hard. He, he started running. He never. He was a football guy. You know, both of them now football guys turned to running. Did he do? Did he do the full marathon with you the other day? Or was it a half one that he did? Uh, last, I, I've run with both of them, but yeah. uh, one of them he did a marathon, his first marathon. Oh, and, nice. Uh, he was. He was. And he never <laughs> ran, be- ran he, before. Ran before lockdown. Really tra- he didn't really train for it, but he was like, you know, he, he inspired by sort of me running in the nice. family. I mean, I like they've all started to run now. It's like yeah. crazy. But, Start taking physical health but a yeah, bit more that's serious. What I mean, lockdown changed for everyone. And life was hard, so people started running and things like. I think this is like a drug. It's like yes. you know, especially because it was health. a summer as well, so the weather was nice. Yeah, in, in yeah. mental health, it's so yeah. good. Like even if you're not like pushing, com- if you, if you're not competitive and you want to run for exercise, it's, that's just as good. You know, yeah. great. The more the more you do, the better. But it's if especially when you do like a long run or long hard run, you think I've done the hardest yeah. thing I could possibly do today. Everything that's, else that's will be a bit, yeah. That's, that feeling is so good. Like. And so you have you have like a day where you do long uh, runs. Yeah, Sunday, 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 Sunday morning. Get up at four o'clock, and when it's cold and winter, it's it's even better. It's sweeter because everyone's in bed, everyone's cozy mm. up, warm, <laughs> and I'm waking up at four. It could be like minus two. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting my fuel ready. I'm out the door. I start the run at six, and it's like freezing. Yeah, and it's cold. And when you get home, you're like, <laughs> I've done it. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like. The streets are empty. Yeah. I drive to some places where I know that it's just quiet. Yeah. Like I've I've done a video on it. I do. I run from Chesterfield to Roller Valley and back. So and it's do, about you, do you five k? Do you have certain times that you train on certain days, or just depending on what you got planned that day? You mean like the structure of the week? Yeah, because it'll be. Yeah, I know like sleep is really really important and I, 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 if, I assume if you're doing early morning runs you'd want to get a good night's sleep good night's sleep on that Saturday yeah, yeah definitely. so about what time would you usually go to bed around normally, 10 normally it's around half nine ten okay uh, normally no but with a baby you don't know <laughs> now with the baby it's kind of like you get whatever you can yeah so what's the training be like now they have a baby it's the mileage is lower like okay. I was doing in my like let's say if we've Rewind back to last year. Mm. I was like, I was a beast in shape. I yeah. got my weight down to like on race day for Manchester last year. I got my weight to fifty nine point eight kilograms, and I started the camp probably around sixty six, sixty. And you felt really good at that weight. Yeah, lean, mean, yeah. everything. And I was, you know, I ran my fastest time. Yeah. Uh, this year I was about one point four kilograms heavier, mm. uh, less mileage, like. A lot less mileage. Yeah. Some days skipped. Yeah. Uh, stretching skipped. Yeah. Diets up and down because you don't know when you're going to eat. Yeah. Yeah, it's been hard, like juggling. But uh, last year was like militant, absolute militant. Last year, and I, so I was doing like, like, 
like a low mileage week last year was like 85 kilometers a week. That's, That's a low mileage week. Yeah. And I was hitting 110, 100, yeah. 90 something. So I'm doing like, you know, 400. Feeling good the whole time whilst you were doing it as well, like for the year. For the, for the uh, week, I mean, so... Feeling feeling strong mainly through it. Um, and you have like a day off, two days off a week? Never a, never a day off. Yeah. But an off day would be like mobility work or something. I see. There's so like active, a, active never, rest. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They call it like active recovery. Yeah. There's never a day off. It's it's more like you're doing something to improve yeah. without... Killing us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So for you... Maybe shadow boxing, maybe something. Yeah, or like a right light run. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Maybe even, maybe play some badminton, yeah. do something fun. Yeah, even if it's yeah. like meditation, it's yeah. something. Yeah. Right. It's yeah, like, for sure. I don't know if you meditate, but well, I've had to start doing it some because people talk about it and it's like really, really positive. Yeah, so I do these little weird things sometimes when I get when I can't sleep. I put on like. Yeah. Astral projection. Yeah. Someone just talking over YouTube and, and you just listen to it. Yeah, it makes makes more. I, I find it. I found it really difficult to try and relax. You know, when you've been training for so long, can't switch yeah, off. Right? You you forget to switch off. So busy. This is what I used to do when I used to compete, like at a high level. Try and get to sleep around ten o'clock or ten thirty, and switch everything off. And if you can't sleep, which was yeah. almost every night, just try and rest. It's hard to switch your brain off. Yeah, in this just, day and it's age, so right? so hard. It's very hard, especially if you if you got like a competition coming up and you have that pressure on you and yeah. you keep thinking about the fight. Exactly. And yeah. You got your opponent in your mind twenty four seven. Going through your yeah. What you're gonna it's do? If, exactly. Yeah. If and I think this is why people like performance in 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 that sport, like running, for example. Mm-hmm. People might underestimate it because it's not you're not so much competing with. With people, especially if it's like a hot, like Absolutely. a full marathon, it's just yeah, you yeah. and yourself. But I think that's a different type of pressure because yeah. you might be able to take a loss if it's against someone else. But yeah. if you're taking a loss against yourself, yeah. it might be a whole different ballgame. Yeah. Say if you you have Absolutely. an aim. So I looked at I looked at some things before this, and I think you've done the fastest half marathon in one two. Was it one twenty? One twenty three, yeah. One twenty three and point point fifty seven or something. Fifty fifty one, I think. Yeah, fifty yeah. one. So say if you're like doing the half marathon and you've yeah. trained this whole time for it. Yeah. And on race day you just don't feel hundred percent and you ten seconds off. Yeah. And you gotta deal with that <laughs> the yeah. next day. There'll be the day after. And then yeah. thinking about the whole training sessions that you have to get yeah. in in order to prepare yourself for that again. I mean, you mentioned the half, but I don't really feel like that with the half yeah. because the race isn't, like I said, like we were mm. talking off camera before, but the yeah. race, I, I consider like the half marathon quite a fast race now. Yeah. As you run faster times, it becomes, you know, mm. quite a fast race. But yeah. Definitely with the marathon last year, I mean... <laughs> that nine seconds—I'll be honest—that's played with my head for a year. Yeah, but it really has, and I know, no, I know nobody cares in the grand scheme of things. It's not about that. It's about, but you know, yeah. you know probably my wife and me. The only, <laughs> <laughs> you know, she was up for me now. But I, t- t- you know, I, my biggest regret on that day was just like I always think: could I have made that nine seconds up somewhere? Mm. And I probably could have. Do you know? think that's more to do with strategy then, rather than your fitness level or? A bit of both, maybe. I mean, nine seconds sounds—it doesn't sound a lot, but it is a lot on race day. But in that in that moment, I, I, I honestly, I honest, I, I'll be honest, I tried 
mentally I, I said to myself, do not take the foot off the gas, not even for a split second. Yeah. Not you, you can't. My body physically couldn't. Obviously, the splits are slowed down at the end. This is yeah. last year. But my mind, I can honestly say hand and heart, my mind said, you are not taking your foot off the gas. Just give it everything you've got. Give it everything. And you did that all the way through? My mind did, but my yeah. body, you look okay. at the splits, I slowed down. Yeah. But my, but I can honestly say I, I didn't yeah. slow down in the brain. I was like, I'm... I'm going as hard as I physically can. Yeah. So I don't know if I could have made that nine seconds. Maybe, was, maybe I could, maybe I couldn't. I couldn't even film the last... I can't remember where it was last year, but yeah. I couldn't film any of it. I couldn't vlog any of it. I couldn't take water. I missed a water station. I needed water, but mm. even the thought of grabbing the bottle... Just you have much. to practice that as well. Like, yeah. I've missed... Like, in, in Derby half, I missed it. <laughs> and I go fast in there. I just... She tried to give it me, and I, I sort of got it, and she didn't release the, the, the drink fast enough. And I, I, you were too fast. Yeah, man. and I, I can remember swearing at myself. I was like, you know. I, I needed that. Yeah, I needed that water. Yeah. But, uh, but I don't know. Maybe I didn't need the water. It's just those mental things again. So you know, would I, you say that? I might have lost that nine seconds in something that I couldn't have helped, but I don't know. But yeah. It's one of the things, but those nine seconds, that have, that's been on my mind for a year. So like you're saying, like, it grates on you. It's just, you yeah. know inside you just but that's what pushes you to do better next time exactly yeah, yeah. And, I, and I thought this year I wouldn't be anywhere near three hours never even thought because of the last three months yeah. I just thought training's not been there Yeah. I've not slept like for three months well Yeah. And operating like a zombie still yeah, having to do full like, marathon I, th I thought I'd, looking at the pace what it felt like in training I thought I'd run about three hours three, three hours six minutes I thought I'd fall around that mm -hmm. I thought realistically I'm probably going to fall around that yeah. But then on the day, I was just like, how have I, how have I done that? I'm like, literally, I... So wh when you're going for it again, where are you going to try and break that record? The, bi the big sub three will be Amsterdam in October. So that's... Okay. And that's the last chance, because I want to do it before I'm 40. So how, do you have, like, specific um, times that you give for training camps, I guess? For marathon, yeah. yeah. Definitely for so marathon. So how long is that? It's, I normally do 12 to 14 weeks. Okay. But, and you have a pro program for beginners, they, they say up to 16 weeks or 18 weeks. Okay. But the, the more experienced you are, you can sort of get away with 10, 12, you know, so do 14. You, have you adopted a, a way to prepare for these events? So do you sit down with pen and paper and make a program? or do you? I've got like everything in the spreadsheets on Google Docs. Yeah. Like, Ready to go I'm, if I'm good. I'm a little bit like OCD with all that stuff. I'm like, <laughs> I've got my race history, what shoes I've worn, yeah. location, yeah. notes on the day of what may have affected the time. Like, mm. like I ran in Cheltenham on the hottest day of the year. God, that was half marathon. 28 degrees, man, with no shade. <sighs> Just, that was hard. That, yeah. Was that the hardest you've done? No, always the marathon is the hardest. Okay. Like even that, even that, and that says it all. <laughs> yeah. That was twenty-eight degrees, and I finished that race. I was mm. absolutely my heart rate was sky high, but it's half marathon, like I say. It's I was drained day. doing nothing that day. Yeah. was, and it's on a race course where horses race. Do you remember your so time for that? One twenty-seven, I think. Maybe one twenty-seven. Maybe. 126, 127. So what was the difference with the horse horse race? No, track? it was on the horse racing track. What? So there's no shade. Oh. So you're in the sun baking yeah. for like an hour and 20, running like heart rate 180, touching one night. It's intense. It must man. have been brutal recovery. Yeah, and you just get the water, you run past, and you, you're trying to drink it, but it's so hard to drink because you, when you're running so fast and mm. like your oxygen 
then for it's just hard to drink like really hard to, have you ever tried to drink like running when you're going fast <laughs> oh yeah you have to practice that and, like, it's, it's hard man. in yeah. berlin it was 25 degrees yeah. and they served water in cups not bottles and yeah. it was devastating because i couldn't get it down so I ended up not taking much water and just splashing it on my face. Hoping for the best, just throwing it over the glass. <laughs> I just throw it in my face yeah. and I just couldn't get it down because when I was trying to get it down, the water is splashing out the cup and things. Yeah. Now I know a technique, like you, you have to crush the cup and make a funnel and sort of, now it works. I wish I knew that before. but I mean, what's the, how, how fast are you running for, 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 for like you're trying to, trying to beat your... For your a marathon, it's about 4.10. 410 minutes kilometer for marathon that's yeah. sort of where i'm aiming for the marathon and do you do for you half marathon it's like 350 yeah six to 357 something like that for the full marathon do you have like um do you go fast for the first half and then slow down in the last or do you do the other way around i've, I've tried to do it like a bit organically mm. like there's so many strategies out there but it's i mean it's so hard to just go out there and try and run perfectly to a strategy because the course it the course changes you know this inclines decline you know inclines and you know it's just like up and down and things happen in the race that might slow you down like taking drink and gels fuel yeah. she might lose time so it's like you're always sort of like on i i always think of it like you're like sort of in a you're a pilot and yeah. you, you're checking all these things you have to adapt your altitude yeah, and, things, and you have to adapt because yeah. like the crowd crowd it plays a big part in heart rates and mm. you want to you do use the crowd but you need that at the end yes but if you start to push and your adrenaline spikes early on and you're already running a little bit too fast then in a marathon if you go too much into your sort of threshold anaerobic threshold which yeah. means you There's a, there's a point in everybody that if you go at uh, an intensity where your body starts to produce too much byproduct that it can't clear it, clear it away, yeah. it can last for about an hour at doing that before you shut down. You know, so yeah, if you too. run too much at that in a marathon, you, you're doomed. You, you, you just can't. It's just a too long a race. So if you if you go into that too early. You, you just shut down like so you do you prepare just... for that by doing a full marathon before a race no never never, just, yeah. never a full marathon because yeah. it's just too hard to recover from so yeah. I normally do about 35 up to 35k and that, that's like a week or two before the race it's normally throughout the camp okay and you structure the, the run yeah. differently so it can be a progressive run where you start the first half is like easy to moderate you really going by heart rate yeah and then the second half will be you'll be hitting your marathon pace yeah so you might do like uh one session i did for this was 17.5k easy moderate just keep the heart rate steady yeah don't go near the yeah, anaerobic threshold if you do you're going too fast hmm. so you, it's all about heart rate and then the second half you go into your marathon pace and hmm. you're trying to keep the heart rate in my personal zone i've got to keep it sort of zone three yeah which is like 160 heart rate something. If yeah. it starts to go like into the 170s, it's okay, it's okay. Just go by experience, try and get it down. But if it starts creeping 175, 180, too early on, yeah. you're done. In a marathon, you're done. Is that where you would want to go back to like your tempo pace? Or? You want to bring it down. You'd, yeah. have to, you'd have to bring it down by breathing, better form, ignore the crowd, get the adrenaline down yeah. and hope that it settles. Because if it doesn't settle, you, you're going to basically just spend too much time at that threshold mm. and you can only last about an hour there 
So if you do it like too early in a marathon, you're gonna run. You're gonna run in the last part. That's of interesting the because it almost feels like you have to just like a fight. You have to stay calm in the midst of chaos. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then yeah. and 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 at fighting at like at any like if you fight at the high level, like you know you've done. Yeah. You know that you have to be disciplined. Yes. You can't you can't let emotions sort of dictate yeah. what you're gonna do. You need to, you know, you, yeah. you might see that in a lot of beginner fighters that they get like just these waves of adrenaline yeah. and just they're just really just going on like emotions and like they're not li- thinking about. You need to think about the later rounds if it goes the distance or you know yeah. what I mean. They're not thinking. You have to be smart. It's gonna be, yeah, it's like, pacing yourself. Yeah, so exactly. Like just just like fighting, you have to be smart. You have to be really smart. Yeah. Like some of the most successful fighters. It's consistency, consistency IQ. being smart. Fight yeah. IQ, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And so I think also the, the training have to be smart as well. So yeah, if you're not training the right way, then Absolutely, you're not going to compete yeah. the right way. You have to be intelligent. But I think, I think for me, it just the thing that makes me makes me want to continue to train now that I've not, I'm not, I don't really fight is just to try and stay healthy and try and stay fit mm-hmm. and just loving loving doing it every day. Yeah. If I don't hit pad for like a week or if I don't hit yeah. the bag for like a week, I feel like something massive is missing in my yeah, life. Absolutely. So you said that now that you've been sleeping less and now you have a baby and this is your first baby and, it's, and yeah. you have to change the structure mm-hmm. of your days and your routine. How hard has it been to try and train? Oh, man, it- Honestly, the last three months has been like one of the hardest periods of my life. Mm. And I, I've been open about it. I've, yeah. You know, I run a YouTube channel, as you, you yeah. know, and I made an episode just saying thanking people and mm. saying like, because I had people come round to the house and yeah. people talk to me emotionally. It was like really a roller coaster, yeah. And yeah. physically, I've never felt like that before. But emotionally, I think, yeah, the last three months has been hard. But Did you, did you, did that... It, being in that mindset did that make you want to train some more or was it a case of oh, I, can't, I don't i can't deal with even thinking about running today yeah it was more of a sense of like um a doom really hmm. it was a sense of i couldn't really i i thought it was over i thought the yeah. feeling i got from training because yes. i've trained you know since you know over well over like probably 20 years now hmm. you know um or maybe I, when did I come to? I can't remember when I came to kickboxing. When was it? Two thousand eight or something like that. Yeah, something like it's like, gotta be at least fifteen years. Yeah, something yeah. like. That. So I've been active yeah. constantly, like with no years off, just constantly training for something, whether it's performance or yeah. helping guys prepare for fights, being part of camps, and then going to the running. It's like I've always got something. Mm. And then when I had the baby, I was just like, it's all gone within. All like, it does taken away days, from. Like, like it was gut wrenching. It was just gone. Yeah, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't see it ever coming back At, in that time, you know, because it's yeah. like a storm. Your, your emotions yeah. high. I went thirty eight hours without sleeping in that first week. That's two, great. And I was just sat there thinking, uh, how am I ever going to train again? Yeah, this, this is it. And your emotions are everywhere. And some people have a great experience. And I think also it's but become I like a hit part, for six. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's part of your identity now, isn't it, to be a runner, yeah. to train? So like, there's yeah, the thought of like right. that's being taken yeah, I away even, from. I even thought about making a video saying I'm going to take a break from the channel. Yeah, I thought about packing everything in and not going for the sub three. And yeah, yeah, it was hard. And then I sort of bit by bit got out for a run and mm. felt awful. Yeah. <laughs> felt I, I like I say like this Manchester camp for the one I've just run, I, just, yeah. I can't remember having many good runs. Maybe no. two, two or three out of it. You think on race they were purely mental? 
it's fitness built because yeah. even though like I ran a worse time, yeah. I think I'm stronger now. Yeah. Like I, I know it doesn't make sense, but if I can run three hours nine seconds when I'm at my when I thought I was at my physical peak, yes, and then run like three hours thirty two seconds, a little bit slower hmm. on the last three months I've had, I must be stronger. When things settle down. Yeah. And you start training properly. Exactly. Yeah. I think you I'm know you could push your mind beyond. For sure, for yeah. sure. Like, I'm going to be mentally stronger because, like, I'm just going to be like, well, I've had four or five hours sleep. That's enough. Well, that's, that's, like, that's like with everything. You have to go through hell to, to become exactly. stronger. Yeah. So if you feel like... Absolutely. I think so. Like I said earlier as well before we go on the mic, um, things that are worth having is always going to be very difficult. So yeah. if you could... Go yeah. if you've gone through the past three months yeah. and you still being go, able. You have to go through. It, yeah. yeah, and still being able to do all these crazy, to, yeah. crazy runs and training and, and yeah. competing when exactly. things settle down and you know you're back to your routine. It's such a common thing with yeah. like people I, I listen to, like you know like David Goggins, yeah. things like that. The stories that they go through. I read his book and it's just like, you know, even in like life, business, like people mm. say you need to go through adversity to be stronger. Yeah, because that's how you level up. It's just. No one get out of the comfort zone. Exactly. Get uncomfortable. It's like it's a common thing, so it has to be right. Because yeah. like every, like all the people, all the people that I've aspired to, yeah, they've all hardship. been through shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Family as well, even yeah. life stuff. Yeah. You know, life stuff. I see people go through things and think, how have they done that? Mm. How have they kept it together? It's like that's inspiring. Yeah, of course. And I always think, could I do that? Yeah. And I think maybe not. Maybe I could. Maybe I couldn't. Mm. But so you'll, you'll know if you go through it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll Did know. you ever have those runs where you just constantly battling in your head about the running, the physical, the mental side of that, but also thinking about mm-hmm. the things that are going on in your life and trying yeah. to just, <laughs> balance, just balance everything in your all, head yeah. whilst yeah. you're out there doing this really, really hard thing? Yeah, I think it's when you feel bad in a run, you yeah. start to do that. Okay. Because you sort of like feel down about it. Yes. Because, you, you, like, you know, you can't, and not every training session can be nice, right, and feel yeah. like a beast. There's yeah. a lot of time in training where you might not just be with it. Yeah. And you start to feel a bit down. It affects your mood. And, you know, the biggest thing for me was training for this Manchester Marathon, knowing that uh, it's going to be so tough because I've run it before. Yeah. And I know how hard it is to run a sub-3 marathon, you know. I've tried three times. I've failed three times. Yeah. Uh, but I... Going into this one was hard because of like what you just said. I was always doubting myself because of the last three months. It was just... I've not trained the way I wanted yeah, to train. Yeah, it was just like a mental battle thinking, I'm not going to do it. I was thinking, I think I went for a, a session like two weeks before Manchester and I actually put on my Strava, why am I even going to Manchester? What am I going for? Yeah. Why? Hmm. I tried to defer it actually. I went actually on the website. What made you want to go ahead with it anyway? <laughs> I missed the deferral date. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even pay, man. So I was like, I'll run it anyway. I'll yeah. just go hard. Forget yeah. strategy. I'm just going to go hard yeah. and see what happens. Are you glad you did it, though? I'm so glad I did it because yeah. I've learned so much about it. I, I can't mean, believe I ran that time. I just can't believe it. You said earlier that you're competing with yourself and you have something like, like a new human that you have to take care of mm-hmm. in yeah. your life. Yeah. Like, it almost becomes the PBs and stuff become secondary. Yeah. You will get back to that when it's, exactly. when it's the right time. That's yeah. I just thought, I can't, um, how can I be disappointed? Yeah. How can I be disappointed? I've, I've run like so close to my last year time when I was militant. And you've gone through was, this. 
And yeah. I'd gone through this last three months. I'm yeah. not like it's so hard to train. Like if you imagine if you had to train for some of your biggest fights. Yeah. On like four hours broken sleep every night, relentless. To pick up injuries as well. Get yeah, it, it, I was okay with injuries. Nothing like I had niggles. Everyone has like sort of niggles ongoing, yeah. but I was luckily I didn't have biggest injuries. But the the, the main thing was the the lungs and the heart wasn't recovering. Because mm. that's the thing with running. I've not had too bad injuries with it. I've had the knees at the start. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, and the back. But my lower back wasn't from running. It was from years of just neglect of like strength conditioning yeah. stretching the yeah. proper things to do to look after your back right yeah. sitting at a computer bad everything and, and and recovery must be like a massive part of yeah your, your that's training. the biggest thing I'd say because yeah. I didn't have the big injuries where it's like oh my knee my ankle I'm pretty good robust with that stuff and I think training kickboxing has definitely yeah. made me less injury prone in that sense what do you do for recovery say after just a hard training session hard training session is straight with the diet straight yeah. away so you've got to refuel straight away yeah. like within like an hour get get protein in get carbohydrates in you have like a certain amount of water you drink within yeah, the time yeah three liters a day i tried to do yeah and that's something i've done recently mm. not like i've neglected the hydration side but yeah. i kept getting cramp in the marathons i i, I actually collapsed in york 200 mm. meters from the end and I had to be helped over by staff. I, I my body just shook down for a split second with cramp, and I, I was it just over. just in your in your bum with your leg on your calves? I think it was in uh, my left side. Okay, I can't remember exactly, but yeah. it just second I got cramp. What's the worst injury you've had through running? From running, it would probably be the I, I would say the heart and the, something in here. I can't particularly tell you what it is. It was when I was in Manchester last year. It was everything was cramping inside mm. and it just fit like I say it's like it's so difficult to describe to someone because it's like you could say I got tired mm. but it's like that's such an understatement because you're not just tired it's like the feeling, your body's breaking yeah it's like a sense of doom and, and you don't really know what's going off it's not like my knees hurting mm. or my hamstring even though everything was hurting knees hamstring glutes everything mm. was in pieces last year but it's more of like inside so it's it's more scary because you don't know what it is, and you hear about stories, and you see it on the course as well. People just drop it, yeah, like like a sniper's just hit them. It's just like what what's wrong with them? You don't know. That might be mean because yeah, I've had this pain in my stomach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the heart is always the issue, like yeah. the heart rate, because the heart rates are so, you know, like especially with marathon running, we're talking about trying to get the heart rate down for as Do long. Do you feel as like possible. that in training as well? Or is it mainly race days? Race days, because yeah. training you have to be like, it's structured. So yeah. there is recoveries in there, you know yeah. what I mean? You know what I mean? If you're doing your intervals, you've got recoveries. Even when you're doing like intensity 400 reps, yeah. you've got like 200 meters to recover to get the heart rate down. Mm. Stuff like that. Or any session, it will have recoveries. Yeah, and um, I guess because you've trained so hard for it, you just want to give a hundred and ten. Yeah, exactly. So. You get carried away, yeah. and there's the adrenaline of race day. It's not like you're just in a park doing it yourself. You don't get, you know, you can stop if you want to. Yeah. You can, but in a race, you just get carried away. There's like crowd. There's people running with you. You're in a pack, and you're with that pack, mm. and you stay with that pack for like, like let's say you stay with that pack for two hours forty minutes. Yeah. And then it gets close to the goal of three hours and you, people stop dropping. And it's like the survival of the fittest. And it's like you see people drop and you think, is that me next? Is that me yeah. next? And it was me next in this Manchester 38k, absolutely just shutting down. But I can't even, I, I don't think I was even running. I was just like 
the motion was just taking me. Yeah. I can't even like think what I was doing. I was just like, uh. <laughs> and, Auto I, and I managed to keep an okay-ish pace. I yeah. think I finished at 4.59 pace. And my marathon pace is like 4.10. So it's, it's, it's slow. Yeah. And it, it basically destroyed my whole race. Because I'd run the whole race for like pace from like 4.06 to 4.12 or something. Mm. And then just those last few splits killed the whole all that work gone yeah. <laughs> well, last as soon as you go you go um over the cross line was the was the first thing that you need or want just just take a seat there or take yeah I went, I, I went i just walked and this big guy he put his arm around me and he, he was asking me questions yeah and he was asking how i did and on yeah. the video i'm just like what yeah. and he goes how did you do how did you do and I said mate I can't talk right now I think yeah. I'm going to pass out yeah. <laughs> and I thought I was a bit rude to him so I texted I found who he was and I texted him saying look I didn't mean to be rude I just couldn't talk you'll understand yeah and he yeah. was like you know he, he gets it and and on the video you can see two runners behind me on the floor collapsed and there's medical staff helping them up and mm. you know some people cross and they look like proper like well prepared that's how I feel after the fight and some people you know, if, like, you go, if you're going through a really hard fight as soon as the <laughs> bell rings you get and then you come in out of the, the ring and everyone just coming yeah, yeah like just I just want to go back <laughs> <laughs> not right now yeah it's like like when I finish I'm just like um, it's just so glad I finished because yeah. like I was cursing in that last mile like mm. saying stupid things like hey it's a massive achievement what you've been through yeah it, it was a sign that said one mile left yeah and I was running that mile and thinking to my head, how long's a mile? Roughly, it's around like a little bit like around Millhouse's Park in Sheffield. Yeah. And I was running it, and it just never seemed to end because yeah. I was in so much pain, and yeah. I just wanted it to end. I was yeah. just like, this is not a mile. They've measured the course wrong. <laughs> this is not a mile. I know what a mile feels like. Yeah. Yeah. I know what a mile feels yeah. like. This is being. This is not correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just cursing because yeah. I just want it to be over so much. Like I just want it to be over so much, and yeah. I can see the finish line. And I want to, I want to get there, but I'm just dying. I'm just like. But that's the kind of thing that builds that mental strength that yeah. you need to deal yeah. with situations like real yeah. life situations. Yeah, definitely. Because when you have to battle your demons Absolutely. and your body's shutting down, yeah. and you know you still have to keep going, exactly, that's the type yeah. of strength that it needs think, to like just deal with real I life. I think that's what everything is, isn't it? Yeah. It's not just it's not specific to sport. Like no. it's just something like. You need, you need to have if you're going to get to any sort of level that pushes you to mm. your... I mean, there's, pl there's plenty of runners that don't want yeah. to, you know, have this sort of competition in themselves. Yeah. And they do it for fitness and enjoyment, social. Plenty of runners, that's completely fine. That's it's almost know, like therapy. That's great. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. great. But I can't run and not have a goal. Yeah. I can't just, like, run and just not have any purpose. Would you say that's the main set source of your motivation, yeah. just having goals? Exactly, yeah. yeah. Even in kickboxing, even though I didn't want to compete and hit somebody or... Just wanted I, to get I better. wanted to feel like I'm pushing myself and yeah. getting quicker, faster, better technique. And, mm. and I wanted to be as fit as possible, strong as possible. Yeah. And well, I, 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 you know, I felt like I was sort of like really strong. I always tell people, Will like, was uh, the best kickboxer who didn't fight. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'll take that. I'll take that. But yeah, How did you feel when you did the interclose? Would you feel, feel felt different from sparring? Because you did one, didn't you? Well, I did that interclub, but he was like, 
shredded. He looked like Crow Cop. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. He went a bit hard, didn't you? He I went hard, but I was such a novice back then. Yeah. I think I got better when I sparred with you guys at the gym. Yeah. When you started training with the fires of it. Yeah, exactly. And I used to spar every weekend. I mean, every week. And I used to enjoy it. But I never really wanted to compete. I just wanted to help people. Yeah. And I think that's why I fall into running. Because so it was what, always a battle of just performance. I don't think I've ever asked you this. Because I think I just assumed... Yeah. I think, you know, what made you start taking running way more seriously than you did kickboxing? Because kickboxing, you were pretty much there every yeah. day training. I would say as I got older, I needed I needed something. Yeah. You know, I'm 39, I'll turn 40 in October. Mm. And running's one where, like in, in combat sports, you probably, I mean, you do get older fighters, but yeah. when they're in the primes, they the, the, you know they're fairly young they've got fast twitch muscles they're strong they the young recover, they, yeah they recover quickly yeah. you know and they also have a bit more like mental sharpness and hunger and hunger when yeah. you get older you you still have all the skill sets but you yeah. just can't execute it in the intensity at yeah. the same sort of intensity mm. so you see fires coming to the end of the careers they're always going to have the knowledge and skill but they can't execute that like split second decision to throw a kick because they're not mentally sharp yeah. as they used to be and they're just not recovering and they just can't get the hours in to compete with the younger guys it's, but with running it's like there's so many older guys like take, pushing their bodies to the limits and they move into ultras and things yeah. and they do phenomenal things like the, the people that run these crazy ultras I think I watched the Moab 240 and I was tracking David Goggins on and he's like 45 years old he's he's pushing this, the lead guy yeah. and he's a lead guy like he's a proper professional you know like he does ultra running like he's i think he's from italian or italy or spain and he's like 35 himself but is he the guy that won it yeah but goggins took him at one point but he got lost oh. and then he had to double back on himself and it lasted three days this race i was like in bed checking waking up in the morning checking it's like i've just slept i've had breakfast he's still out there somewhere in the darkness something i'm just like you know these guys and getting lost getting lost he double backed and then he lost his position but he came second and he's 45 years old i'm just like that that, it, that inspires me and, and i listened to that i listened he crossed the line he started doing push-ups for god's sake <laughs> only david goggins and he it. didn't sleep one second in three days that's crazy and i and would you who's who's harder <laughs> david goggins or cameron hayes they trained together yeah. at one point, didn't they? Yeah, they said they were doing like yeah. um, a, a half they, marathon, a full marathon, and then yeah. they went to the gym to hit weights. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know, man. I mean, everyone has their own sort of thing, and it's hard to comp like comp When you hear someone different. like David Goggins, it just reminds you that there's levels to everything. Yeah, and that's when I started to learn about ultra running. I think on the Joe Rogan podcast, actually, um, one of the women, I think Courtney I can't maybe can't pronounce her second name. Delwater Dewart. She's one of the greatest female. Not, not even just female. One of the greatest. She actually won one of the events, mm. and she said she slept for about twenty minutes during her when she won the two hundred forty mile race. That and it goes three the, days as well. Yeah, and it goes through the desert, and it's, so it's cold at night, yeah. but really hot in the day. You have to have survival skills. And she slept for twenty minutes, and when Goggins said he didn't sleep a minute of it, I was like, "How have you done that?" And she said she hallucinated so much. You can you can find the episode. She was like, "I think, I think I've like, actually heard that episode." She yeah. was like saying to Joe, "Like, 
I saw a white ice castle in the desert. I saw a man playing a violin. I'm like, Jesus, can you imagine that? Just how alone in the darkness, seeing things, yeah, and you have like, to finish this race. So it's something I want to do. I really want to do it after I've sort of got what, what? Is it like a 50 kilometers ultra marathon? Is that what anything, it is? Technically, anything over a marathon is technically an ultra, mm. is class. But, you know, I think they'd start at 35 miles, 50 miles. And then maybe 80 miles, then 100 miles. Was it long as you ran? Uh, in one go? Yeah. It's probably just the marathon, yeah, 42. But actually, Manchester, I ran to the event and ran back after. So yeah. I probably did over 50 kilometers that day. Yeah, I did. Yeah, over 50 something kilometers. You ran to the race? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I did your warm up? Yeah, I did my warm up. And then after the race, because I felt after a bit of recovery yeah. this is why I know that I'm stronger than last year because yeah. last after last year's Manchester I ran a better time but only like second yeah. I was in pieces absolutely in pieces my hamstring my seas my cramp everything it took me ages to recover but this one I was like okay I've had 5-10 minutes it was just fitness that got me my mm. body's actually alright and then I, I jog back to the hotel another 6k you have like <laughs> a routine that you do oh you jog back to the hotel I jog back to the hotel 6k and then, and then it's just <laughs> that's like, cool though yeah I was just like you know I felt okay but you know that's, that just shows I, I never never think like you know it's not possible like I've had a kid I didn't have time I didn't have sleep and the training didn't go well but you can still you can still well it's really inspiring for me to hear because sometimes it, I wake up in the morning and I'm like I don't really want to train <laughs> like yeah, I we always uh, yeah everyone gets that, but the but fact that you barely slept in the last three yeah, months it, and, you know that's why you're still saying, getting like, it, it you'll you'll find new levels to you when you have a kid and I'm sure if people are listening to this they've had children if they go back to the memories of their first child in the first few weeks they'll know what I'm talking about yeah. <laughs> especially if they're training for something yeah. and they've, they've have active lifestyles shall I never have babies well <laughs> <laughs> I can't say that <laughs> you know that but, but but if like if for people like you me and people like with active lifestyles yeah. it will it will hit you for six mm. like if you're not like if you're not that active you know you, you, your daily routine is just job yeah. home television yeah. maybe it's not going to hit you much as, yeah. as bad yeah. I would say because really it's sort of like the same routine but you know you're looking after a child in the house but for me and you it would just but also those you is, six. You, you've it's, it's coming out of the other side mm. that's what really matters isn't it because yeah. you, like you said earlier you've had to go through yeah. not sleeping for the last yeah. three months and barely getting training sessions and then yeah. still having doing a sub four full marathon yeah that's like sub crazy three. sub three yeah sub three sub four uh, sounds nice so so four Chill. sounds <laughs> sub four, sub four <laughs> sounds fast to me <laughs> sub four sounds chill sub three yeah, yeah that's that three, is crazy so, yeah that is that's crazy. that's the thing and it actually to be honest like i'd say the last three months but actually i'd never recovered from york yeah uh, because I, I train in Thailand a lot for that, mm. just because of family commitments. And, yeah. and training in Thailand is so difficult. For so it's just the hot, the weather. Yeah, and I don't like treadmill. Uh, so mm. I did every run outside, and it's just different level like of toughness for trying to train endurance out there. Is it's it just the, the weather or the... Humidity, humidity weather, humidity, yeah. yeah. It's like by 7 o'clock, I remember running in Bangkok, yeah. and like, it's it's crazy, because like the first run I did, I saw this giant Komodo, not Komodo, was it monitor lizard, just yeah, this... casually crossing my path, and it's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there with my camera, just taking a picture, going, yeah. this is different to that Sheffield. <laughs> and then the locals are just like, it's fine, he's 
fine, just run past it. Yeah. Like they're big, you know, big like across this table, they'd cover this table yeah. and like I'm just running and zigzagging through the ears and yeah, yeah it's so hot up. by seven o'clock you're talking like like twenty eight degrees by seven o'clock. Did you used to run every day out there as well? Yeah, and it's so difficult because you you're trying to beat the sunrise before it gets too hot, but it's still too hot by seven, so it's like Did you do any competitions out there? Yeah, I did a race, ten K race. I was aiming for like thirty seven minutes. Yeah. I didn't even break sub forty. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, was it like? Was it hilly man, or quite flat? It's just too hot. Too hot. Too hot. It's like breathing. You know like when you open the oven and there's that hot air that yeah. it goes in like your face, your mouth or whatever. Yeah. It's like, like getting no oxygen or so. Yeah, it's just like that. It's just like like I mean you can do it if you acclimatise. Yeah. My brother lives in uh, Singapore, it's the climate is similar and he's mm. training for races and things. And Did you get him into, into running as well? Though? Yeah, through the channel, through just like showing nice. him footage of me running and stuff. Because I've seen him a couple of your videos yeah. running as well. Two of my brothers, like my, my eldest one nice. and uh, the, my middle brother, he's he's doing it now and he's he's loving the competition now. He's going to fly from Singapore to Amsterdam in October for. Nice. Is he doing it as much as, as much as you in terms of like preparation and like? I hope so. Nice. <laughs> I tell him, be ready for Amsterdam because this is going to be an epic journey because I'm going to break sub three and you're going to get your personal yes. best. So we're going to make Amsterdam the one. Is that the goal for for this year? Like the Amsterdam the sub three? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the key race. Mm. And I, I'd like to break my half marathon as well. Yeah, uh, I want to do one twenty two. I'd love to do one twenty two. So how many races do you? Do you like on average have, have in a year? That's probably about one, two, probably about six or seven. Six or seven. But you don't race them all. Okay. They're just part of training camps. Yes. So I'll not specifically like train for the half or the ten, but I'll mm. do them as a part of it in the training camp. You yeah. know what I mean? I get what you mean. So what's the ultimate goal for you in terms of like in terms of record and in terms of like um, competitions that you want to enter? Ultimate goal is break sub three before I'm 40, which is two days after Amsterdam. So it's my last chance. Your last chance? Yeah. And if I do break sub three, because of my, uh, because of the qualification times, I can sort of qualify for some of the world majors. Yeah. Like London, I can apply for that. Uh, skip the ballot. You can mm. qualify for it. Boston. I've actually run, I could run Boston because I've run, I've already run three hours what pace you have to get that out to enter uh you just have to be under 305 three 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 hours five minutes which i've done twice now yeah back to back years so nice. i could run boston next year but i don't know i'll see if i want to go america or not um, yeah. but yeah i want to i want to run london you want to be going out there a bit early as well don't you just to climatize yeah, and to, yeah you'd have to go like a week early at least yeah just to see like what what it's like but yeah that's the ultimate goal sub yeah. three and Anything's a bonus after that, like one twenty-two marathon. Mm. If I could break one twenty marathon in my life, uh, half marathon, that'd be unbelievable. Yeah. You'll do it. Maybe it when sounds you... sounds tough. One like imagine a one nineteen half marathon at forty something years of age. Can't even fathom how that would feel like. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the marathon that's the ultimate goal. When I've when I've done that, I'll I'll decide. Maybe yeah. I'll do ultras or something. But yeah. I'll I'll yeah. definitely keep. Have you ever thought about? Because it sounds like extra stress to ha to add on top of your training, having to basically plan your own programs. 
train yourself well what is it like in terms of like getting trainers and coaches when you're a, when you're a runner I mean I'm in a running club but that's more of a social thing and there's mm-hmm. people in that running club who are, who are fast like some yeah. of the top ones are you know they're really really good uh, but I, I do mind most of the training myself and I've come to a point where now I've tried getting paying for an actual professional mm-hmm. plan but I couldn't get on with it really I've, I've, I've tailored my own training from experience now yes. and sort of talking to people, getting key sessions here and there and mm-hmm. making tweaks because I just thought when you when you get a plan from someone, it's sort of like... Specific to them. And, yeah, it's yeah. sort of like they don't know your body, how you feel. Mm-hmm. You have to adapt to all the sessions every time because mm-hmm. life gets in the way. You know, you don't recover from certain sessions and then it's like two days later, Jesus, that's going to take out. You just have to adapt. But, yeah. So I plan my own sessions my camp but it's yeah. based on experience of doing plans what works what doesn't work exactly yeah and um, and basically I found that get better results than paying for a professional I paid I there's a guy called Johnny Mellor he came, he came top 10 in the Commonwealth uh, um, for like I think he's 209 mm. 2 hours 9 minute marathon that's elite he's elite he's an elite Olympic level and I, I paid him for a, a, a um, a plan and I, I did it for Yorkshire and mm. that was my worst that was my worst performance it just didn't work for you yeah. I, I quit at 30 I, I quit at Is 30 it I jumped back you also have to know like your 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 injuries as well your yeah it's it's sort of like if you get a plan from someone you're sort of like thinking oh, I need to do it I need to do this I need to do that I need to do that but actually you just need to make sure you get the key sessions in yeah, understanding the and sport understanding and then the sport, having, yeah, yeah. And, and, and adapting. So, what do you do to to kind of increase your knowledge in the area? Do you? It's always talking to other people, yeah. and 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 like I say, like same with the fight game. If you go to a gym and you turn up in your like gym, you will. It's infectious. The the cream and the crop will rise to the top, mm. right? Because they're going to be at that level you want to be in. Yep. and they're going to get there because that's what that's what they are yep. and then you weed out all the other ones that are not really going to help you can't keep up no you can't so you have that circle and in your head you think I'm going to you know talk to that guy I'm going to talk to that woman or whatever you, you just it's infectious yep. you want to learn from those that you think you can get something from and then you discard the ones that are not really going to help you what I found really um, helpful for me when I was in training camps was traveling to different gyms and training with different people. Exactly. Sometimes yeah. you walk into a gym and you see just a bunch of kills on a mat. Exactly. Or you walk into a training yeah, exactly. session, there's people there yeah, just exactly. beating the shit out of each other. You're like, yeah. Today you have to be on my agent. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You, I think you did. You go to Leeds a lot. I used to go Predators in Manchester a lot. Yeah, and, and uh, trained with Moji as well. And I trained with Moji yeah, as well. Exactly. So like, I have all these sort of friends yeah. in the game that I could just yeah. now take my fires down to as well. Yeah. They get different. People. I mean, I think that's the great thing with you. Yeah. I think you so like even. Like having a runner on this, I know like it's mainly combat sports, but yeah. it shows that you're open to understanding things and you're not closing your mind off to things. That's no. the worst thing to be is closed. The best mind. thing about going to a different gym I found was when you're when you when you're not the man anymore, mm-hmm. you're just a student there. So nobody yeah. nobody nobody's treating yeah, you yeah. special. No, nobody's looking at you yeah, for answers. Yeah. You just. No pressure. You just it, sat yeah. there soaking it all yeah. in, and that feels great. Yeah. And whenever I used to doubt, 
you know sometimes when you're training and you're in camp for so long you yeah. start doubting yourself and you start you start feeling shit for like a couple of days yeah. and you're like i don't know if i want to do exactly. this da, da, da. and then, then you, you turn up to a gym yeah. and then you see like five six killers all training exactly all, and there's yeah. accountability there because you don't want to let the other guys down exactly you, know what I mean? you come out of the session exactly. you're like actually yeah. this is what i want to be doing exactly yeah, yeah. i, I belong you need, I belong you need to be accountable this. for like like if you've got a group of like a really solid team mm. it, it has to be like a team effort yes like you're all fighting together because, like, if you're letting them down in the camp, it, it you know, it's it's direct. It's not like super direct, but at the end, the end product, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's it all ha- it leads up to this fight, right? Yeah, exactly. And I think if you if you don't have a team, yeah. um, you, your progress gets yeah. really really settled. Mm-hmm. But if you have a team yeah. that constantly try to progress, you could progress exactly. together. What I used to do was I used to sit down with. My my teammates and literally watch UFC mm. fighters or yeah. K1 fighters and get a note, yeah, note yeah, and a pen, yeah. and just keep writing yeah, down yeah. things and try and just being open to things. And exactly, like you got to be like a sponge and just take, mm. but you've got to make sure that the people that you're taking from know what they're talking about. Yeah, and and they 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 they're, they're you know they're better than you. They're yeah. sort of like you want to sort of it's infectious you want that you want to be at that level what are they doing to get that level and that's exactly just touching on to the question before about when did it all sort of that eureka moment was yeah. I, I sat down and thought I need to find out how they build yeah. endurance because I don't understand endurance and then suddenly it's like heart rate zones fuel marathon pacing threshold levels heart rate all those things effort, fueling hydration carbohydrate intake it's like planning it planning I was like in Manchester last year, I was literally getting my water bottle, seeing how many gulps it would take, and then working exactly how much carbohydrate I was taking per hour, per gulp. That's been obsessed. That's how you have to do it. Because yeah. I was trying to get 60 grams per yeah. hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, it's four gulps yeah. plus a gel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Done the maths. I've got it in my arm, my times, my splits, everything. Yeah. And I bet that plays a massive part yeah. of your mental, exactly, uh, yeah. mental preparation. To, like, I'm trying to get 60 grams per carbohydrate yeah. per hour. Yeah. And I need to do it. Yeah. How am I going to do it? And then you have to plan it on. That's, that's how, that's the marathon pacing. It's, it's the discipline of understanding fuel. So what equipment and, and fuel, I guess, do you take when you when you have a race day? Yeah, it's expensive. Do you have like a list of stuff that you take with you? Yeah, there's a lot a lot of stuff with running. People yeah. always say, go running, it's cheap, it's free. <sighs> Man. Not the when, level that you want to do. When I did kickboxing, I had yeah. a pair of gloves, a pair of shorts, t-shirt. Oh, you could buy some rats. sweaty gloves. But yeah, <laughs> and, a, and a bag. Yeah, and I used a, that for years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a good set of gloves will last you last years. And that was it. Yeah. And then, but with running, it's like... I've got like 20 pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. like even one gel. If you go for the brand I use, it's like two pound, three pound per gel. <laughs> and you have to train with gels every sessions when mm-hmm. the sessions. So every week you're paying for that. And then there's the carbohydrate drinks. There's so much fuel in the marathon. You have to pay for so much. So it ends up being quite, quite pricey to be honest. And then the shoes, like if I'm, if I'm doing like a hundred, hundred, let's say in my peak training, there's a hundred K a week on average or whatever you're changing shoes every like um six seven hundred k and they're not cheap no that's what i'm saying so it's like you can go through shoes like that and burn through them and it's like ends up being quite pricey so yeah it becomes expensive to be honest all the equipment yeah so you have to sort of like 
start doing that as well because yeah. you have to start do you have learning a fair, about favorite pair of trainers that you depends what session but for the marathon i'm i'm using like the the ones with the carbon plates in them yeah that seems to be like what people use and it's mainly really to protect protect you really from uh like from injuries really because yeah. it's the shit the shit i mean you can run a fast time in any shoe let's be honest it's, it's not going to make or break your foot it's like gloves right you might have a favorite pair of gloves you might feel a little better but at the end of the day you're, you're still, still punching yeah you're still punching and you know it's not going to make it's not i don't think anyone's going to say i lost the fight because i had xyz gloves or shorts or whatever you mm. lost the fight because you you know yeah. something happened but same with shoes really you, mm. it's it's like that but it's the fueling that's that's the biggest i guess mentally as well you have mm. to know that you're hitting every single thing necessary to do your best so yeah it's the means, margins so yeah. maybe the shoes make you feel more comfortable yeah. but they also protect you from let's say if i did a long run let's say i did a long run session leading up to a marathon i would wear my if it's a session where there's like intensity running in it, like I would use the carbon plates that I'm gonna racing. Yeah. But if it's sort of like an easier long run, I'd use like a cushion shoe or something like that. Mm. But it's just to protect your legs and. Do you have, do you still have room in the house with all the shoes oh, that you bought? It's filling up. <laughs> yeah, it's, I've had to put a curb on it to be yeah. honest because it's just getting a bit silly. Yeah. And it's not cheap, but uh, yeah. How long have you been running for now? Was it five, six years? No, less than that. I think two thousand. I think properly. I think, I think two thousand and nineteen was when I did the Yorkshire Marathon with my wife, and that was the one that set all the running off. Okay. I think it was two thousand nineteen, and it wasn't till sort of later, maybe in the next year, where I started to get a bit more serious. I and feel like you got so good so quick yeah. that it feels like you've done it for ages but you haven't actually yeah, done exactly. it for that long so yeah. my progression's been massive yes. like my, my first marathon was 450 then i went to 344 mm. and then 315 and three hours so i've gone from like an average time or even below average time to a boston qualifier you know what I mean? In like the space of a few years. But I think playing, I think paying attention to the yeah. little details and being yeah. super intricate would have exactly, made yeah. a massive difference. Yeah, massive, huge, yeah. like the chunks. And my half marathon time was like 152, my first one. Hmm. And then I staggered for 140s, just over 140s for Did ages. Did someone break the record today of the full, full London record, yeah. The second fastest time. Second fastest time. They look, it's the course record and it's the second fastest world time. What, what was the time? It was two hours and one minute something. Mm. Few, not far off world record, which is held by Kipchoge. Is there anybody that you, I guess, admire and look up to when it comes to to running? Apart from David Goggins, because everybody loves David. I think Goggins. for the for, for running, I think I think there's no specific one. I think there's there's just like high level elite athletes mm. in general. You know, I think with the running, it's sort of like everyone really is like supportive of each other. It's yes. like it's like really like everyone's trying to get their goals. And even on the course in Manchester, people passing me water and stuff because I'd missed it, and he he gave me a bottle. And it's I different when you understand like, what someone yeah, is going through exactly, mentally. Yeah. And that, like, and you build a kind of weird, weird yeah, bond. Sort of Did you have that sense push. of community like you did with kickboxing when you with your running? Yeah, I do. I do. I think. Yeah. I think the running community is really, really nice. To be honest, it's mm. been really supportive, and uh, I think. I mean, I think it's the same. Isn't it? If you build your network yeah. with good people, mm. 
you're gonna be you're gonna perform better. Yeah. So it's up to it's up to you to really to to perform. You know, to 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 build that network. And you I like know, that you. Have to it sounds that. like you're keeping an open mind because I know with lots mm. of sports people when they get into when they get to a certain level they start to think that mm. you know they know it all. Oh yeah. Or just they the adopt thing. a philosophy and they yeah. kind of don't go away from that whatsoever. Worst thing, worst thing to do mm. is like to do that. Yeah, just try worst. and have. There's no. got to be a bunch of people that you look up to, but take take the good things from each one. They all yeah. provide something. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess it feels a bit more relatable when the person is right next to you that you're looking up to, yeah. that you that you yeah. look for inspiration to. Absolutely. And yeah. I bet there's lots of people that look at you as inspiration, mm-hmm. so you always have that sense of yeah. pressure, but I guess good pressure because yeah. you know it's you... It's good pressure yeah. as well, yeah. I mean, when I've done the channel, I, I just wanted to like learn video editing. I never yeah. thought I'd get people in the events coming up to me and asking how my child is and mm. how life's going. I don't know these guys. Like that makes you want to do some more. Yeah, running. but but when it's the best thing is when I get messages and people telling me in person saying yeah. I started running because I watched your channel. Nice. And watched you sort of run the Manchester Marathon. Well, I started running because and that's insane. Of you. Like, I think my whole team started running yeah, because of you. <laughs> exactly. But they came out and they were like, so "Oh, running so is not as hard as <laughs> you know." I've been making out to be this these last yeah, these yeah. last year, just trying to kill myself every run that I do. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I guess that's what it's about because it, it gives you that sense of nice. purpose, purpose in life as yeah, well, which yeah. I think everybody just. And should my mum ran, but she didn't run. She she walked the Sheffield half, and that's she's nice. seventy plus years old. That's impressive. You know, and my yeah. two brothers were football guys and now they're running mm. and one of them's like, you know, getting into that level of like, he wants to compete. He ran as, he ran in the Singapore marathon, nice. but now he wants redemption because he, he felt it. <laughs> I don't know about you, but since like I started coaching, I've got my, my brothers come to train. My yeah. Sis, my I've sisters come to train. Yeah. And to me, that's like one of the... he took a big break, right? Yeah, he's been, he's back. He's doing he's and doing. I've pits. seen him on the pictures, yeah. man. Still doing well. Still got that, <laughs> those high kicks. Yeah. But is for and my older brother comes in. He's my my eldest one. He's um, he I don't used think to I've do. Met him. Have I don't met you've him? not met him. No. He used to do martial arts when I was very no. very little. So I always yeah. knew how to do a spinning kick, for example, just through my yeah, older brothers. Yeah. But now that they're back in training, it's a good feeling, right? It's so good. Definitely. I think that makes yeah. It's, it's all the years so that I've trained yeah. that I put into the sport, just yeah. the fact that. I have absolutely. a place for them to come and train yeah, and then is that makes it all worth it. And it's like it's good because the family, right? And you want them to be healthy as well. Exactly. And yeah. that's that's the biggest thing for me. I'm just like the more people that pick up running or mm. or any sport, it doesn't have to be running, but inspired to just get up off the couch and do something that you didn't think you could do. Yeah. Just just look around, people are doing it. And if you want it, go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's healthy. It's positive. And, and it hits different when there's someone close to you. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's so good to see my family running. I just need to get my dad on it now. But I, he, he might be a tough <laughs> tough one to grab. Yeah. <laughs> he, like, does he sound tempted at all? No, he, he always says the same thing. Don't do too much running at your intensity. It's bad for you. He's just scared I'm going to pass out. Yeah. He sends me links like... Look at this guy. He died in the marathon. I was like, yeah, I know, I've seen it, but you know, I'm like, yeah, still gonna do it. Yeah, because you know, yeah, a lot of people do like die in like these running events, and it's it is scary because we're not. I'm not professional. I'm not getting paid for it, Mm. and it does play on my mind a little bit. Like, what happens if I did? My heart just suddenly stopped beating or it, something happened you know mm. what i mean i do i do think about that but and, and i do i do see where my, my parents come from but but the, the thing that running given you yeah 
I mean, there has to be a level of risk. Yeah, exactly. To, to I get always say the that things that you get from running. And, and I always say, like, that's true. I could. Yeah. But there's probably the percentage of me having something like heart disease or being out of shape. You know, like the amount of like people that are unhealthy. Yeah. The chances of them having it is a lot higher, right? Exactly. Than like the minuscule population that die from running. Mm. You know, and I mean? you're doing it smart. You know, you're yeah. you're paying attention to that's the details. It, yeah, yeah. That's, that makes you more like because mm. it's it's just like like I say, like it could be your knee, it could be your ankle, but it's when it's like the organs, the heart and stuff, it's a little bit more like scary. Cause it's almost like, not in your control. Yeah, because you yeah. never know what's going off. When someone collapses, yeah. if it's an ankle, it'd be like, okay, they're, they're going to be fine, right? Yeah, You can heal bones and knees and things and sore backs, but when it's like the staff don't really know what's going off, they're giving them oxygen, it's like, oh God, is, you know, is it hot? Is he having a stroke? Is it a heart attack? You know, I think that there was a guy from MasterChef called, uh, he was really healthy. Mm. He ran back-to-back marathons. I think he did Manchester and then London. Few years ago, yeah. and he died in in one of them. The, the second one he did, I'm not sure which one was first, but he died. He did it back to back weeks. A heart attack. I think so. Yeah, he yeah. was he was healthy. He was on MasterChef. He was yeah, yeah healthy, young. He ran a good time as well. I think he was like three twenty, three thirty. So he was quite competitive, but he did it back to back, and it's just like he just died. And it's like Jesus, if healthy, well trained people can just drop. You know, it does play on your mind, but yeah. like you said, it, there's risks and everything. And I, but I, I think always, the risk is bigger if you don't do any exercise. Yeah, you know what I mean? I agree. It has to be bigger, right? Cause I agree. People in the NHS just, you know, on pills and medicine from being like, you know, not exercising. I mean, it's, a, it's the best best form of, for me, mm. my having negative mindset, just getting, getting into some yeah. sort of sport, something with a competition. It doesn't Absolutely, have to be fine, yeah. for example, if yeah. you're doing kickboxing, but just have a goal I've for seen yourself. some of your videos when you you sort of go to a quiet place and you shadow box and you yeah. record a little bit yeah and that even that is just like pure straight meditation isn't it yeah it's just that is so like helpful that's, that's one of like, my favorite things to do that's is it yeah just be in my zone i love that yeah, yeah. i don't even listen to music when i shadow that's box it. or anything that's it yeah. I never listen to music on my long run session ever no ever i just i want do you listen to, to anything when you run uh, sometimes podcasts Audiobooks. that's only for easy running yeah and it's rare but it's only for easy running if mm. it's a session never ever yeah it ha- I have to be with it yeah and I, w- I would say focus on your I breathing would say if you're doing combat sports and things try yeah. try when you do your cardio sessions just well, be with I yourself when I do my classes at the try. end of it usually we do like um, five to ten minutes of a quick quick circuit it's like you got a treadmill the, in there now. Yeah, we got yeah, a treadmill. Yeah. We got some <laughs> bikes good. as well. But at the end of it, I do this thing where they jog on a spot for about five to six minutes. Yeah. And I just shove exercises. So it'll be like yeah, I think jog I've on a spot, it. style jumps. And when I do that with them, I never put any music on. Yeah. yeah. Just listen to your some, thoughts and just keep going. you got to be with it and yeah. be with yourself. And it's just keeping your focus as well. Because I think focus is one of the main mm. things in every sport at that high yeah. level. Because if you're running... Mm. And you have all these things going on in your head, and you're not focused on your breathing. Yeah, exactly. When I when I go Absolutely. more than ten, twelve kilometers, yeah. 
I got like really start listening to my breathing. Yeah. Really starting to try. And I, I couldn't think of anything worse than listening to music in that last seven K. It would just be irritating, wouldn't it? Oh like, man, it, yeah. I just yeah, I would just throw them out. Yeah. Like whatever, I just throw them, toss them out, and especially if it's like some up tempo thing. That'd be the worst. Oh man, I, I can't even do yeah bag work with that. Oh, that was insane yeah. because like the crowd's already elevating the adrenaline, yeah. and you need that adrenaline at some point in the race, maybe yeah. to finish. Yeah. But. You, you, the whole point of the marathon, you have to be so disciplined. That's mental training, isn't it? Yeah. You got to face the problem head on. You're not yeah. trying to distract so yourself. The crowd is a big problem. Yeah. It's a good thing when you use it in the right time. But yeah. if if you suddenly get this big, like if sometimes you go through parts of the city that yeah. are really packed with crowd, yeah. and then suddenly you go, oh my god, I've run three four km here, yeah. at, uh, probably at three four five six seven is faster than I should be. That's three four km too close to your, your threshold already banked in the you know what i mean so you've produced lactate through those three four km it's that fine when you when you're talking like this yeah game of inches yeah it's, it's, it's the margin like i asked people in like but there's a big group online in the facebook sub three marathon group like tw- nearly twenty thousand people in that it's all people aspiring or already in that group yeah or aiming to be in it and a lot of them said the same thing you ran a few you ran a few of those um splits too fast and I said, I know. I look back on it now. I know. I ran them too fast. I ran them probably like five seconds, a bit too fast each one. So, so do you think, you know, it's just too fast. When you said earlier that some people, you see them and they're late in, in later ages and they're still doing really, really well running. Yeah. Do you think that comes with the fact that they might have just done it for longer? So they got to the point of knowing how to really manage yeah, their think, time and I think it's a mixture of both because like you can you can pick up running really late yeah and as long as you're a sponge and you do things like like really intensely like I'm doing it you yeah. can excel really quickly hmm. but you know in the grand scheme of things professionals and things like that you have to start quite early and you have to get consistency because you have to build your aerobic fitness you know all your like your your blood vessels and train your body to have a bigger heart you like we're talking about running fast all the time when you run fast all the time you, you won't build like a thick a bigger heart or you won't build things you won't get things that you do when you're in like a lower zone mm. you know it's like these things like um when you're in a lower zone you you allow your body to use oxygen properly if you never allow your body to use oxygen properly it's never going to mm. understand that Yes. It's always pushed to the point where you're flooded with lactate. So it just gets used to that. Yeah. It doesn't ever get a chance to do all the things. That you got to build the engine. Yeah. He's yeah. got to understand, like, all the things. Like, the, the biggest slab at the bottom is your aerobic capacity. It's yeah. like the biggest slab of endurance is building that. I think you've got a triathlete, haven't you, coming on the show or something? Yeah, Jen. Yeah, That'll so, be really interesting to so speak to. I'm sure to. they'll talk about mm. endurance in other sports, but it's very similar, you know. It's... for. It, endurance sports is not like uh it's very different it's such a pure sport it's not like you said before we're not fighting against somebody we're not it's not like an opponent changes it's like Mm. the opponent is you Mm. and time Mm. and time never changes Mm. there's no there's no weakness in time it shows up on time every time in the same performance every time so it's up to you to, to crack the puzzle of your endurance for your body and how you get the absolute maximum potential out of your endurance mm. for you. Just like it's just an ongoing puzzle. And if you've started at 12 in an athletics club, 
running fast times when you're a kid growing up you're going to build such a massive endurance over the years yes and then you know if you're talking about professionals they've been doing it for years consistency is there they've built the neuromuscular motor skills mm. the cadence the fast twitch and they can pace it's almost like too, they're too far ahead because they've had the hours to yeah it's just, just like like I, there's a guy who um, is from Switzerland I think and he, he one day just said I'm moving to Kenya he told mm. his parents I'm just moving to Kenya and he, they said okay why why he says I want to be a, one of the best runners you know, he's like European champion he set 10k records in Europe he moved to the marathon and uh, you know he ran on an off day he ran a 211 <laughs> 2 hours 11 minutes on an off day he went for a shit ran a car yeah <laughs> and still ran two <laughs> and he did that three times during the run because yeah, his stomach was in knots is he quite young? yeah I think he's still quite young yeah he was, he was a young guy he was uh, I mean, he lives in Kenya now he's, you know, what's his name? Julian Wonders Julian yeah, Wonders he's a white guy he's a really, really good athlete mm. you know he's got a big future ahead but there's a lot, he... a lot of a lot of westerners go over to train now for big camps because they altitude as well is Can it because of the altitude of the altitude. training and the people yeah, that you're yeah. around? The people as well, because when, when people go to training in Kenya and stuff, it's like Africans don't run for hobby. It's yeah. life, you know. It, yeah. I read a book uh, about all Kenyan running, and it was a big eye-opener because it was like they don't run for like we Westerners do. We do it for fitness and hobby. Over there, 90% do it for a way to escape poverty mm-hmm. and to do it as a job. And they live on site, you know what I mean? It's like... It's a different type of grind. Different, yeah, mentality. It's like life. For it's like Thai boxing in Thailand. That's what people Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. Probably a good example, yeah. A lot of them do it because they see that as a way mm. to make money for the family. They'll go live in a different part of town to train at the camp, you know. Whereas we, we don't do that. We we, we, we have a lot of rec- recreation, um, you know, hobbyists yeah, that, yeah. that do for, like, you know, fitness and stuff. Mm. But over there, it's like... Imagine being around. Imagine training with people that are doing it to like escape poverty and provide for the family, mm. compared to I'm doing it because they're know, always going to have yeah, a different type exactly. of hunger. So like the Westerners that go over there to train, they've got that. Yeah, you know, like we're talking about circles and making that circle tight. Yeah, and then you've got the altitude, so it's high altitude, and then you've got the terrain. It's hilly, hilly, man. It's brutal. Yeah. I went to Kenya. Yeah, I know you did. <laughs> it was it was really hot. But you were chilling, right? I was I was not <laughs> running. I was not running ultra marathons or anything like that. <laughs> Is there any sort of documentaries or books that you'd recommend for people to either just really enjoy or watch if they wanna or read if they wanna start? Yeah, running? man. I mean, like I say, they mentioned the, the book about Kenya. I think that's. That was an eye-opener for me mm. to see what it was like for another sort of, like the best in the world, yeah. you know, how they train, what they're eating. Like, I think one of the crazy things was like some of the people training in those camps, they don't even know what processed food was. They're eating that clean, you know what I mean? And they, I think one of, them, one of the stories in there was that they have to drive out of town to another town to get a birthday cake in. Wow. You know what I mean? Mm. Because they're eat- around them, they're eating like off the land. They're not messing with the food. Like in, in, in no distractions. Yeah, it's like it, over here. It's like it's really hard to go into a soup. Like you go into a Tesco's Express. It's like, it, what do you grab if you want something quickly and healthy? It's like even the sandwiches. You look at them and it's just like 
Or you drive past KFC. Yeah, it's like full of mayo and it's like in a packet, yeah. wrapper in, you know, it's like preserved and it's like, it's hard, right? Yeah. We mess with our food too much here just yeah. because of the mass production. But over there, it's like they're eating so clean. Mm. And like some of them don't even know what fast food is. Yeah. They don't even know what processed food is. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, they're not messing with the food. So that was like one of the things I was like, wow, yeah, that's a good point, right? Yeah, of course. And then lifestyle about it's life over there, mm. not a hobby. Yeah. So that's a mentality thing. That's yeah. like, it's a different level, isn't it? What was that book called? It's Running with the Kenyans. Running with the Kenyans. Yeah, I mean, I guess you can put the link in the uh, description oh, yeah, for or sure. something like that. And that's a, that's a good book if you want to sort of like open your mind up to like, you know, being open, just seeing how, and then they are the best in the world. Yeah. And seeing how they, they, they live and what it's like. And that was that's a great book to read, to be honest. And there was a <coughs> was a documentary you mentioned earlier. Yeah, I like the 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 one. Uh, you probably you probably know about the you know when Kipchoge broke the sub two hour marathon. Mm. There's a whole document document. Oh, that'd be interesting that. to see. Yeah. And we were talking about the team, like in combat sports, of how it adds to the success. Yeah, watch that documentary. It's called The Last Mile. You'll see the team. Mm. Of breaking two hours, it's like the biggest team ever to get really? that man to do that. Like literally, they they literally had a team of like physics and all this stuff to calculate how much wind resistance would be the least if they made a formation of people around him running that two hour marathon. That makes a difference. It's into insane. Breaking they the ran it through these machines like from F one and stuff, and he was insane. They changed the route and raised certain parts of the route when he was cornering because they did it in Vienna I think on just like a a stretch back and forth Mm -hmm. because they they needed it to be as straight as possible but obviously you can't they found a very long straight I think that's why they did it in Vienna there's a there's a part of there where it's a very long straight and then obviously it has to end somewhere Mm -hmm. so they made him turn back on himself Mm -hmm. but to not lose the amount of time they, they, they tried to raise part of the concrete ground to make it like a running track, so that he could just like not lose any seconds off it, Cause things like that. Of... Yeah, basically the hot that there was so many people involved. What was that documentary called? The Last Mile, and the that was the, the the it was a, it was not in a race. It's it's not gone down as world record because it's not a race. It's a time trial. Yeah, for to see if a human could run twenty six point two miles. It's like a science project. Yeah, exactly. Mm. If, if 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 it was possible, yeah. and, he, and he did it, you know. And has anyone attempted it since himself? Yeah, in uh, what was it? Berlin last year, I think maybe last year. He and tried, he didn't. He, he set off at the pace, but then he slowed down in the second mm. half. He ran. He ran a fast time. He won the event, but yeah. Has anybody it, come come close? No, he's no, the man not in a race. No, because mm. you'll see in the documentary if you watch it, like how much effort it takes to get. And the, and the paces as well. They got all like the elite runners around the world to help him pace. So obviously, they'd do a section, then they'd switch pacing. Mm-hmm. So they had to practice the formation of when to change, how you're going to change. It, it was just so complicated. Imagine the pressure. Yeah, and it was like it failed before. They tried it. They tried it first time, yeah. uh, and they he failed. And then the second time, they managed to do it. But if you watch the documentary, it's just like it'll blow your mind because it's like. There's so many people involved to try and get him to do that. And At least he broke the record. Yeah, it's insane. It's like yeah. he's he's literally on a pedestal in the whole population of mankind. It's like it was like a moment of landing on the moon. 
you know mm. it's like is it possible for a human being to run that distance under two hours and he did it yeah with a lot of help but he, it's the answer was yes it's possible it's, it's, <laughs> it's a, crazy it's, it's possible it's basically having that dedicated team just at a higher yeah. different level yeah which is like, very important in every sport yeah mm. it's absolutely crazy so I think that that's I'm I'm most definitely going to watch the documentary. Oh, it's amazing. I think we yeah, are really good. It's amazing. Insight. And you'll see, you'll see, you'll see like things that you never even thought about when you watch that. Mm. It's incredible. I watched one about cyclist, I think. Oh, he, um where he had to do some of the training sessions indoors because of right, the weather conditions right. are somewhere. And I think he was trying to go from one side, one one country to Right a few of them over a couple of days or something and he was the exact same thing they had to make special yeah. bars for him to take yeah, it's, at it, certain times and it, yeah. it was just whole science project. on face value you don't get it but yeah. when you when you dive, delve into like the team yeah. behind it it's insane so apart from eventually getting a good team a team of people around you if yeah. you don't already have it, is there any sort of uh, pointers or advice you would give anyone that I guess we could split the question into two parts. So number one, for someone who just wants to casually start running but do at a decent level where it becomes their thing, what sort of advice would you give them? Belief. Belief. Yeah, the first thing. Mm. Before any physical changes can happen, your mentality has to believe it. Because how many, how many times you, you, you maybe bumped into people who say, oh yeah i want to get fit but mm. what do they do to get there nothing you know it's easy to say it the idea sounds good yeah some how many people it comes after christmas they put the pounds on and they say this year i'm going to do xyz you know but they never say how are you going to do it yeah. how how are you going to do it you know it's all nice all the words and things but how are you going to do it and people just don't get to that point. They just say the words. I'm going to do this, 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 this. How are you going to do it? Write it down on a paper. Say it to yourself. Have some accountability. To yeah. So what, much what, access what to information do? as well. Yeah. Well, how are you going to do it? Tell mm. me. Mm. And they have no idea. They just say, yeah. I'm just going to go to the gym. How are you going to make you? How are you going to make sure you go to the gym? Yeah. Oh, I'll just know. I'll just do it. Yeah. I've got time here. I've got time there. How are you going to manage your time if this happens X, Y, Z? What is your goal? Yeah. What are you trying to achieve? Like, yeah. like believe that you can do it because when they say things like, "Oh, I've got kids. I, got, I don't have the time." I don't believe that mm. because I I see people with kids doing incredible things. Yeah. So, so that's already your argument's gone. And there's no way that you're not wasting time watching Netflix on your phone, messing around, doing things. You know. It, it just sounds way nicer than going out in the rain to, to run yeah, exactly. a couple of miles. Yeah. Exactly. It's like you have the time, but you just don't want it enough. Yeah. But you just want the results without any of the hard work. So you can't come. It's just your, belief. Yeah, believe yeah. that. Like, I, like when I started running, I, I could never even imagine running like a 123 half marathon ever. So far, first, and now you're doing it. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't believe I could do it. I would say, oh, he must be good at running. He must be just naturally fit. It's like, Genetic that's makeup. Bullshit. It's yeah. just he wanted it more. He sacrificed his time. He didn't go out on a Saturday night because he, or he or she, she knew she had a long run in the Sunday morning. She sacrificed a Saturday night. Mm. She's not out drinking. You know, she's in bed at nine thirty. It's work. <laughs> exactly, and she's up at four. She he or she's up at four. You know, most people are out at half ten, drinking in a bar, and then they're in bed in the morning. I'll come home, P 
people are still in bed and I've just run from Chesterfield to Rother Valley and back. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's because I want it, right? Yeah. I want it. And I know that I've got family stuff now, so I need to get back before they sort of, their day starts, you know? Does your goals still seem as important as it did before you had uh, your go? It's difficult. That's a yeah. good question, man. Because I feel like it could go two ways. One could be, let me let me get this. Yeah. Let me get this goal yeah. some more now because yeah. I have a kid that's going to look up to me one day. And the other part is like, well, my priorities have yeah. changed. I have all these it's excuses. A good, that's now. a brilliant question because at the moment I'm still transitioning. Mm. I'm really transitioning for this new lifestyle. Yeah. And at the moment I'm still sort of finding out that question. Mm. Like, I, I hope that when I break sub three it will come it will come I just have to be patient but when I break it I hope I don't just get lazy I've done it all now it's yeah everything. I don't want to do that yeah but at the same time it could happen because yeah. you know the kid gets older you start doing family things yeah but at the same time like you need to balance it out but I think because you, you have, have that to... goal now yeah it pushes you more to still try and achieve yeah. it yeah I think after that yeah I think you need some new goals yeah exactly yeah. and I think as long as you balance it out and people around you are happy You'll be happier, and you'll perform better anyway. And it's yeah. your identity. You're a yeah, runner now. It's like I, yeah. I, you have to just adapt, and you get stronger, and, and adapt. Yeah. And there's like, there's no excuses. It's like people have kids, people do things, people are busy, hmm. and they do remarkable things. So where's my excuse? If yeah. they can do it, I can do it. Why not believe? Just get up and go. Just stop watching Netflix for like two, three days instead of that film you're watching I think that's a really good realistic yeah. <laughs> advice that some people need to hear absolutely just first off before any physical changes change your mindset first yeah. belief just believe you can well, do a little bit yeah better than doing nothing absolutely yeah yeah mm. just by stop by don't watch TV for like three four days in a row yeah and instead replace it with something we can all sit there and make excuses yeah like, and I hear that one most that was the biggest one that sort of made me self doubt. Mm. People kept saying, Oh, you can't run like you do when you've got Hugo, yeah. you know, you're not going to be able to do it. You know, a lot of people said that to me, like yeah. passing, like passing general conversation, yes, not like aggressively, but like, and I'd just be like, Yeah, yeah, I know, but and it did play, it did, like I say, I struggled and it did play, but I bet there were times where you thought they were right, yeah, exactly, yeah. definitely. In that first two weeks, I was like, You know, like I said to you, I might just make a video on the channel and say I'm taking a break, yeah. I might not do the sub three this year, maybe next year, but no. How's your channel doing now? It's doing all right. It's, yeah. Since it's gone over the thousand mark, it's starting to roll, and more and more people see me at events. The rule on YouTube, make sure you check yeah, it out. Check it out, check it out. And yeah, yeah if you like, you want to get into running or something, just check it out. You might not be into it, but it's still, like I say, you can learn off any anything. Well, I've learned quite a few things. Yeah, you can learn off any sport. There's going to be something that you pick up. Just don't be closed mind. Mm. I know a lot of people watching this will be from combat sports, but, you know, I did used to train combat sports and I've learned so much from combat sports Mm. and that was probably a great time in my life. I got really strong, Mm. met some great people, you know, friends and things, and it was a massive, massive, like, such a positive thing for me to do, combat yeah. sports, in my life, not just, like, sporting, but in life. It, yeah. 
I'd recommend it for anyone. Do you think this well. uh, helped you? Because I know when I do all the sports, I feel like I find it easier to break down techniques because I'm able to yeah. take in information and, yeah. and like break it down bit by bit yeah, exactly. when I'm doing a technique. Exactly, Did yeah. you find that doing kickboxing <laughs> helped a lot with running? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. First of all, kickboxing made me stronger and more confident in general in life. And yes. if you're in a better place in life, you'll train better. Yes. You know, and kickboxing combat sports was just such a big part of my life because before I did that I was pretty much you know pretty much a bomb I wasn't you know I wasn't doing I maybe You're not training at all so. no nah, I wasn't training I was mm. like pretty much doing nothing you know I was uh, pretty drifting in life so what made you what made you want to get into I, kickboxing it was watching videos of K1 and okay. and Crow Cop and Fedor Emelianenko and did you have someone that you were looking up to at that time and wanted to, like, that really got you into yeah, martial arts? Yeah, I was just watching these guys like, yeah. perform and I was, like, obsessed with technique, like I was saying. Like, yeah. like I was obsessed with his left high kick and his body kick and it was like, different to everyone else's. Yeah. And I'd watch Fedor smash these big guys and thinking, how can he do it? He's only, like, 5 foot 11, maybe, 5 foot 10. Mm. And he's beating these guys 6'2", 6'3", 6'4", 6'5". And he's doing it time and time and time again. Yeah, and it's like, Jesus, like, how does he do it? And then I'm interested in the train. And then I was like, you know, guys, like, yeah, yeah I used to compete at AFK. I was like, we're going to start training combat sports. Nice. <laughs> I'm going to set a date and we're going to go. And we actually... Uh, we went to another gym I won't mention it but we went to another gym and was like nah this is not for us mm -hmm. it was clearly not the right one yeah and then we got to that's uh, a shame because that puts a lot of people off and they never go back yeah when they massively. go to like a bad yeah they have, have well, a the bad first experience. thing they asked was for my debit details I was like what I was like what are you talking about they said you need to make so <laughs> they were like you need to buy XYZ you need to give us your bank details sign up for this and I was like well, what about equipment can I wear my own shorts? I've got my own shorts. It's like, no, nah, no, nah, you need to buy this. I was like, no. Nah. So we were out of there and I was like, yeah. well, I'll go back to the drawing board. Yeah. And then I found AFK and I was like, we're going to go to this. And I got him to drive. I was like, you driving me? Come on, let's go. Nice. I, you know, if you ever talk to me, he'll tell you like, we drove and we got there and it was like, this is it. That's the start of the journey. Yeah. Did you feel really nervous that first day? Definitely. I yeah. walked in, oh man, that, that first day, because that gym in Sydney Street was like rocky Guess so. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that, I like that. Yeah, that, was, that, that, was the, that was a great feeling. I walked up them stairs and I could just hear. It would either make you or break you that gym. I remember, I remember I came up those stairs and I could just hear like savagery going off because there was a sparring session. Because yeah. I was turning up for the beginning class and yeah. I think it was the beginning class after the fights class. Yes, it was. And I could just hear, like, like savage. Ah, just ah, yeah, and I was just like, Jesus, this gym looks rough. Mm. And then I got in there, and I'm just, everyone's just watching these fighters in the ring, yeah. just going at it. I, I was watching these guys and thinking, I love this. This is yeah. amazing. And then I just got obsessed with that. And then yeah. quickly, I would say my technique got pretty good. And then fitness came, and I was just, like, loving it. And then I slowly, after the years, I just... Uh, gravitated to like you know you guys you know Cali who's cramped you know, um, um, yeah Ahmed uh, Ahmed Bilal he was like there and it was just a that was a good era wasn't it it was it was such a good team man that that was solid and I just loved being a part of that those sort of camps and you know you know you and then you put me in hospital and then I'm like <laughs> maybe not <laughs> I still feel bad about it no 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 that was that was good because I you know that do you know good. why I feel bad about it I think I was fine in two weeks after after we were sparring yeah and 
I saw you turn to the side yeah. and I saw your ribs. Yeah, and I yeah. had like a split second to think about whether hitting it. It was just a perfect shot. Man. Yeah, like that it was. was like it was almost shot. like here's here's some ribs. Yeah. Should I hit it or should I not hit it? And because I was preparing for a fight, yeah. I was always gonna hit hit it. Yeah. <laughs> I was always gonna yeah, throw a yeah. punch. And I just. Uh, but that's my role. That, my role was that. I don't regret it for a second. That mm. was like that was my role. That was what I wanted to do. But we never fight. got to see you fight. But yeah. the things that you brought to the team yeah. was really important. I think. I think. Good technique, yeah, having good technique, yeah. being able to hold pass, just being part of the, part of the yeah, team, yeah. And, you know, just being around good people, Definitely, like you said. I mean, when every time I used to go into the gym, yeah. I used to see you already sweating, yeah. like you've already been there I like was, an hour I was before. always there early, man. Yeah. And I, I had to just... Uh, and I used to I think that sometimes I'd be on my way to the gym or like I'll have two hours before getting to the gym. It'll prompt me to get up and get to the gym because I'd be like, well, Willow's going to be there anyway. Yeah. The gym will be open. It was always the familiar faces there early. Yeah. Like I say, I always got, I think Khaled was there a lot early and he was just like, skipping. Skipping. He'd already done like maybe eight eight rounds. Yeah. So I started to do it. Yeah. You know, I'd grab a rope. I'm not t- talking to him. I'm not going to interrupt him. I'm and say, mm. yo, yo, how are you doing? There's a train. I'm, I'm there to work. I'll yeah. talk to him later when it's all done. But yeah, yeah it's inf- that's what I mean. It's infectious. Mm. If, if there's three or four guys there already on the phones talking about last night's. TV, that's going to rub off on every single person that walks through that gym. Yeah. But there was the, we had a solid crew. Like Crampton was there, Ahmed, you, and there was loads of other people there. Yeah. It was just like and I, I think solid, it, solid. It's very important because like with my guys now, um, we have like a structure in place where everyone knows what to do for a warm up. Everyone knows what yeah. to do as a stretch, stretching. And I don't have so much of. Sometimes I still do it when they mm-hmm. come in late or whatever. But I don't really have that thing where I'm going in and I'm telling people it's time to warm up. Yeah, yeah. You know, you just do what you need to do. Definitely. So you're not wasting any time. Yeah. When it's time to learn the techniques, you've already yeah. done the little bits that you don't need the coach to tell you that's it, to do. I think... And that's the mental side as well, isn't Exactly. It? And I you think... The consistency of doing that. And you get complacent yeah, you with picking up bad yeah, habits. Yeah, like you if you're shadow boxing and you're, you're talking to, you, to your teammate and you're yeah. shadow boxing or you're not really there when you're doing yeah. your footwork, yeah. you pick up bad habits. Definitely. And every single second that you spend in a gym, especially if you're competing mm. for something like kickboxing, yeah. where someone is going to bounce their exactly. shin off your head, yeah, you sh- every it's, single second yeah. needs to be... F- Used exactly. to be f- of it's you being focused, yeah. but I think when you do it for such a long time, mm-hmm. it becomes almost like second nature. The things that you do, yeah. where you you lose that focus, where you don't have to yeah. think about it as much. Do you feel like you've you've ever been at a place where you start to run because you were a runner and you mm-hmm. didn't actually enjoy running? Yeah. Have you gone to that stage? Have you been through that stage? When I don't enjoy running, like, in my training. Like, yeah, just like, yeah. Or, or maybe you sign up to a competition and you're yeah. like, it's, I'm I mean, only signing, to, signing up to this because this is what I do. I'm willing and I run and this is what I do. I compete. Yeah, I mean, I sign up to a lot of things, but, you know, when I'm when I'm training, there's periods where I just don't enjoy it. Mm. There is periods where I don't enjoy it and I just know I have to do it. Mm. And that's, I mean, like I say, not everyone's like that. No. It's just because I want them goals and then I, I will go through the parts where I don't enjoy it. But that comes with goals. experience yeah, and just exactly. over time you learn to yeah. find out what's really important. And if you miss a yeah. couple of hours yeah. of training, it's going to play a big part yeah. in competition. Some people don't care, but yeah. it'll, it'll be on my mind. Mm. Like, sometimes I'll, like, if I've not got the right session in yeah. and I'm not satisfied with it, yeah. it'll be on my mind. When you're running at the race 
days where they're like, oh, I didn't, I missed that training session. Or, you yeah, know. it plays on your mind, yeah. especially like when I know that I could have done something. Yeah, it, that's the biggest thing. If I know that I've could have, yeah. like this, like this, always times with life, like you can't do something. There's yeah. legitimate things, but yeah. if 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 you're conning yourself and saying, oh, I didn't have time to do that, you know what I mean? You'll yeah. you'll know. You'll Other know. people won't know. Mm. But you'll know, and that's why the marathon's so great. It'll, it'll find you out. And that's why it's really important to be you'll in competition you. with yourself. Yeah, because you'll have those talks with yourself. Yeah, you'll get you'll get found out. If if not, you can fool everyone else. But if you if like the marathon will find you out, and yeah. I know I know if you're not if you're telling people you do this X Y Z, and then you, you know you turn up to a race day, and you if you know deep down what why when you get to the deep waters. You <laughs> yeah, start if questioning you know yourself. you start you'll 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 question yourself and yeah. say, you, 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 you know, hmm. you know deep down why this happened. Yeah, you know. And it could either break you or make you, because the next time you have a race coming up, you're like, am I going to do the same thing as I did yeah. last time? It's on your mind all the time. Oh, am I just going to? Yeah, and that's what will be in Amsterdam. I'll think thirty-five yeah. k is coming up. I know what thirty-five k has done to me in the last two races. Hmm. You know, have you have I answered the question? In reality, have you prepared for this? final intensity that you know you know it's a beast have you have you done have you have you done your work yeah and you'll you'll find out at the end of it man i feel like i should get my shoes on now i'll start running <laughs> let's, go, let's go you know you know what when i when you gave me the address to here yeah i checked how many miles it was it's six miles yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and i checked the running route you could have run me yeah. i was thinking I might run here and run back, but the only thing is I need to pick something up. Ah, uh, that's after this. Yeah. That would have been light work for you. <laughs> and I'm pretty sore from last week, so I thought, okay, I'll, I'll give it a miss. I'll, I'll drive. I'll drive here. But I did think about it. I Googled it and had a look at the roads. <laughs> I think what would be really good, Will, I brought down some rapid fire questions. Okay, yeah, yeah. Just a bit of fun. Um, you know, you could think about the questions, but try not to think about them too much. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Let's go, man. So, favorite race? Favorite race would be the one with my brother. And that's not even me running. That was with him doing his first marathon because he was inspired by me. And he hit the wall, fell down, collapsed in cramp and agony with 1K to go. Mm. 1K to go, he collapsed. And then, yeah, we managed to get him up and we walked him across the line with the medical staff. And that was just incredible. That must have been really special. That was that's my favorite episode yeah. and it's got so many like it's got thousands of views people loved it and they yeah. found it inspirational and that's not even me racing yes. but that's my favorite i wasn't racing but it's my favorite race definitely that good choice great story running in hot or in cold conditions cold yeah cold man definitely cold. john jones or gsp <laughs> I'm gonna say, oh jeez, oh, I'm gonna say John Jones. Do you want to know why, or is that it? I, I was gonna say, <laughs> I was gonna say, I'm gonna say John Jones. Can you say John Jones if he was accused of cheating? Well, here's the thing. Hmm. GSP left before you said her. Okay, that's, that's all I'm gonna say. That's a good argument. And I'm not saying he's on it. But if everyone else was on it, was he on it? And why did he leave then? That's the other thing. That's yeah. why. Yeah. And John Jones was in the game and he sort of 
been in it and I think GSP GSP left too early that's it that's the only reason he left too early I might have like a weird definition of GOAT but when I think about the GOATs of the sports like they're not necessarily always the best fighters or like the best best resume yeah yeah. Yeah, like for me Ali is the GOAT right okay but you know he got beat before and so when I think about GOATs I always kind of like had yeah, that element yeah. to it. So like for me, it's always difficult between GSP and John Jones. Because right. John Jones is probably, uh, to me, is the most so talented. <laughs> it's the most talented <laughs> fighter, John Jones. But if I, I just, I just love GSP, man. Yeah, I mean, so I'm, I mean, I'm basing it on. I think the only reason I think GSP left too early mm-hmm. before the big questions were answered. Yeah. I would say that. I would say that. That's that's the only thing. Okay. I mean, I can't argue with John Jones anyway. <laughs> um, Haaland or Mbappe? I would say Haaland. I would say Haaland. Okay, if, tell me why. This is the thing. If you, if I'm a manager, hmm. I would pick Haaland. But if I wanted to be a player myself, I'm picking Mbappe. I think I would say... The opposite with the same argument. Oh, wow. Because I You don't want the flashiness of Mbappe because that'd be cool to have his skills, right? That's true. That's true. But I'm just thinking he Mbappe carried France in the finals and scored four goals. That's true. That was incredible. I mean, that just kind of wins it for me. Okay, okay. That's a, that's a good and thing. And he's very young. Yeah. Very, and very then, young. Yeah. So imagine would, where he would be in five, six years, seven yeah. years. I just I'm gonna base it on like if I was a manager and if I wanted a player that I could sort of build a team round, mm. uh, just like Pep's. It seems like he's literally the last puzzle piece of the puzzle. Yeah, just right now. They, they, yeah, I think he's gonna elevate them to take everything. Like yeah. like the Champions League. Pep's not never won it with Man City. I think Haaland is that piece. It's just a shame. And I don't think if. I think if Mbappe joined Man City, I don't think he would have been that piece, is what I'm saying. Mm. But I think PSG just, is just shit as well. He just needs to move <laughs> from yeah, yeah. <laughs> He needs to move from there. Yeah. All it's right. a hard one. It's a hard one. This, this I'd like to be Mbappe. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be Mbappe. Yeah, I want to be Mbappe, but if I'm a manager, I'm going to pick Haaland. Okay, fair enough. I think these questions are all going to be hard. Oh, man, Apart from hard. this next one, actually, because you could either be okay. sweet or savoury. Sweet. Yeah, I didn't even think about That's that. Not, one. No, I knew that sweet. one wasn't. Okay, running or kickboxing? Uh, running now for sure, but I don't regret. I I don't regret missing out. I like I never say I wish I got into running when I was twelve right. because kickboxing was an unbelievable part of my life. Yes, like, and it built me to who I am now. So a difficult one, impossible. Perfect just, answer. I would have been yeah, I would have been disappointed be. if you started running straight away, especially. No, I can't. It's, it's one of those ones that everything happened for a reason. Yes, and uh, I could have. I can't imagine not having those like that decade of it. No, no. Okay, running in the morning or night times. <sighs> morning, morning now. Yeah. Before running at night time. Was why now? Now because as you get more competitive, you need to train the fueling timing. Right, and the time of run is in the morning. It's always going to be a morning race, yeah. And you want to adjust your body. Yeah, the, the tactics all start with the timing for the two days before a marathon. Yeah, and it starts like on a Thursday. So I'll start hydration on a Thursday, Friday, carb loading, and then 
the night before is very important as well. Yeah. And you, you have to get all your timing right. So, okay. So now morning because it's replicates race day. <laughs> right. Well, I think I've gone through basically Sweet. everything that I wanted to speak about. Thank you so much yeah, for coming. In the midst of being old. Yeah, man. Dealing with a baby and being yeah, super busy, I mean, but it's been great. Yeah, I mean, well, if I could just say, like, thanks for having me on. Um, it, I think it's a testament to where you've come from. And like I say, when I first met you, you were probably like 13, 14 or something. Uh, to see you coaching now, and, and obviously I've watched your fights and things. It's been a pleasure to sort of be on it and be the sort of first guest. And yeah, thanks very much, man. Well, it's, I really appreciate being the first guest. Much. No, no, it's been a big pleasure, man.